0: The Collision of Common Sense and Comedy.
1: This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. So The Rock has a new movie coming out called Skyscraper.
2: Yes. Somebody out.
1: And once again, the internet has not let us down. The internet, and by the internet I mean a collection of people. The people have not let us down. No. no Every not. damn thing in the world is a challenge now. Have a nice day. What the hell is that supposed to be? The nice day? Do you know about global warming? What's nice about it? Do you want to compare it to the models in the past? These are the East Analytica. Everything is a challenge. We can't just simply be and enjoy and have and do. Everything is a challenge, including this movie that I had not even heard of. No, yeah. I haven't
2: my, even watched it yet.
1: My first exposure to the movie was Chris going oh my gosh look at this and it was about the movie we'll get to that in a moment
2: okay I'm ready
1: there's another challenge to the movie
2: whoa what is a challenge oh
1: and it's not what I showed you no
2: hmm I haven't seen Do this you know so what the movie's about uh he's. Saving- tell me
1: what you know go just he's
2: go. trying to save his family okay good. that's all i know
1: that's all you know yeah and, and it shows him jumping from jumping one building from to another. and
2: then another picture shows him hanging from a building um i don't know it could be terrorists, but i don't know what. He's, he's a veteran saying.
1: in the movie okay i know that okay and uh one of the cool things or interesting things about him making that jump that mm-hmm. you see in the movie from one skyscraper to another yeah. is uh he's an amputee
2: oh yes yes that was yeah. part of service yes, right? yes yes yes
1: so yes, he's yes. an amputee uh-huh and uh, The Rock is playing him.
2: Don't tell me. They're who like, is
1: not an amputee.
2: So is he offending people that are amputees? Yes. No. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we that was it yesterday? We talked about, no, Oh, it was on, uh, Scarlett Johansson.
2: Yeah, that she's not doing the tranny she's movie. She's not
1: doing the tranny movie because tranny's criticized yes. her. By the way, that movie may not get made now. Good. So here's what happened. Give you a quick backage before we move on to the Rock. Scarlett Johansson was supposed to spl- uh, star as Tex uh, Gill, I think it is. This was a uh, kind of a crime boss or something mm-hmm. in the 70s and 80s who happened to be a trans man. I'm a little confused by that. Have we determined if you say trans man that means you've transitioned to a man? Yes, that's the, what we. That's what the we're gender you put with it is where you ended up. Yes. Yes. Okay. Trans man. She was supposed to play this character. Yes. And then a bunch of trans actors came out and actresses said, whoa, what the hell? We don't get roles. You could play trannies, but we can't play non-trannies. Yeah. And so Scarlett Johansson said, I'm sorry, sorry, I shouldn't do this. And then so many words.
2: At least she apologized and removed herself because you remember from Natalie Portman, bitched about it and still uh, she, took the role. It took the money. So right. at least Scarlett was like, you know what? I'll back away yes. and I'm not going to do the movie. But it shows that yeah, uh, too sensitive.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah. So she's not doing it. Now, um, they may not make the movie at all. Good, so this, this wasn't just her playing a tranny in the role. It was based on a real character, which means who ended up, you know, being successful, whatever, blah, blah, whatever. The
2: story would not be tell.
1: You're not going to tell the story of somebody who happens to be trans, because mm-hmm. it was largely about their transition.
2: And the part of the reason why they picked her is because they want the audience that the she has- The box office
1: draw. To get her to watch a movie. More people see it. so That's that all happened. it is. That happened just last week, and now today, The Rock is being called out. His movie's already made, though. It's it's going yeah, out to it's, the, Yeah,
2: it's already in theaters.
1: Actress Katie Sullivan. Who? Katie Sullivan, okay. and a double amputee actress- Uh, Mm -hmm. legs, uh, wrote him an open letter.
2: Oh, too many words already.
1: Oh, way too many words. I'm going to do my best to get through this, but most of it's pretty germane. I think it's going to help tell the story of Katie Sullivan. So I'm going to share parts of it with you. But she wrote him an open letter after the movie has been, I mean, it's coming out this weekend, I think. Uh, Soon, if it isn't out already. Probably. I mean, this isn't set for like, hey, a uh, spring of 2019 no, it's it's like this weekend or it's already out, one of the two. Yeah,
2: it's already out.
1: Yeah, she yeah. wrote him an open letter. Okay. She didn't write him a letter.
2: An open letter.
1: She wrote him an open letter, which means she wanted a tweet, but she didn't feel like it had enough mm-hmm. words because she really wanted just <laughs> Did she go to Medium.com? She's one of those, and she posted it up there. Okay. <laughs> this is, of course, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yes, yes, yes. Dear Dwayne. My name is Katie Sullivan. I'm an actress, Paralympian, double, ampu- double above the knee amputee at birth. I have a request to ask of you. You seem like a genuinely good dude, so I hope this will be received in the spirit in which it was a te- the spirit that it was intended, actor to actor.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Um, what's, what's the request? And number two, um... The spirit that it's intended, actor to actor. What's the spirit? The movie's already out. Yeah. What are you doing? Okay. Just keep that in mind. Your most recent film, Skyscraper, opens this weekend. Cheers. Congratulations. However, my request is for you to stop saying yes to roles like the one in that movie, and here's why. Mm. Has he done a lot of nope. roles as uh, as somebody amputee. with a handicap, and nope. amputee? Nope. He's <laughs> not done it. So stop saying yes to them. Yeah. Hey, would, did he have a whole bunch that he's slated for? Uh, mate, Is that be. he's going to be typecast be. now? Is that yes, it? Yes, yes. Here's why. Individuals with disabilities make up almost 20% of the world's population. We are the largest minority and the and the most marginalized group in Hollywood. According to a 2017 study conducted by Fox CBS and the Rudman Founda- Family Foundation... The study found that in last year's TV season, less than 2% of the characters were written to have a disability, and of those characters, 95% of those roles were filled with able-bodied actors.
2: Able-bodied? Really? (laughs) Is that a thing?
1: Am I allowed to say disabled? She said individuals with disabilities.
2: Well.
1: I I don't know. Is that like the N-word? We are the largest minority.
2: Yeah, I wrote that. What does that mean? That you're almost
1: not a minority? Yeah.
2: And in disability, that's a a minority group?
1: Shouldn't we care care more about those that are the smallest minorities? Yeah. I mean, that's been the whole purpose of minorities to begin with, right? Yes. Okay. So she's saying 20% of the world's population are people with disabilities, but they make up only 2% of characters on television. Okay. Is that fair?
2: In her mind, it's not fair, but who cares? Ah.
1: Um, I also want to share a little math with you. Can I? I know it's this one I don't think is going to be too difficult. Take out your pen. Okay. Okay, go Go for it. The study found that in last year's TV season, Mm -hmm. less than two percent of the characters were written to have a disability.
2: Okay.
1: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. My bad. I thought I'm correct. I thought she was saying 95% were filled with able body actors. She said of those characters, 95% were filled with able body actors. I thought I was like, okay, we're missing three percent here.
2: Okay, no matter.
1: She's saying 2% were written to have disabilities. Mm -hmm. Most of those roles were filled by people that are able-bodied. Yes. Is that right, Chris?
2: No, it's not right in her mind.
1: While I am thrilled that a film about a kick-ass veteran and father who is is a unilateral, below-the-knee amputee got greenlit in the first place, the problem is this perpetuates the fact that we're not given the agency to tell our own stories. Okay. Again... Uh, Dwayne's going to command a lot of attention at the box office. Going to get a lot of people in the seats there.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the popularity. If The Rock happened to be an amputee, Mm -hmm. he's still going to get the roles at this place. Yes. Yes. He's making the cash. You know what I mean? He's bringing it in. She said this uh, very week, Scarlett Johansson has been getting a lot of attention, a lot of heat from the (laughs) LGBT community for portraying a transgender character in Rub and Tug. Rightfully so.
2: Rub and Tug, okay.
1: That's the name of the movie, Rub and Tug. Oh, okay, got
2: it.
1: Do you know what Rub and Tug is? No. 20 bucks,
2: name is downtown.
1: (laughs) So as there are many talented trans actors out there who could be uh, portraying that role instead of her, actors that would bring beautiful and complicated authenticity to the project with having (sighs) to reach outside themselves, the outcry is about inclusion. True inclusion, Chris. Okay. So... Really, they're just bitching that they're not getting opportunities. Yes.
2: Yes. Like, do they need a... What's that thing they did for the black people? Um, affirmative action. Do need affirmative action. Mm-hmm. Like, really? Is, is this some? And come on, it's just a movie, dog. Even for the one that, that Scarlett Johansson got cast as a tranny, fine. If you want to go watch it, go watch it. But wouldn't you want someone to at least say the story? If they're not hiring you guys, maybe you just let that person tell the story. Instead of like writing a letter or boycotting the movie, how come um,
1: there are? Uh, how come I'm not starring in the NBA? Thank you. How come I'm not there? How come there are so uh, few white people, based on population? You know, if you compare population, in the NFL in in the NBA. Oh, NBA, yeah. In the NFL, yeah. I mean, look at white people Baseball. are still a majority in America. Yeah. And are they a majority in the NFL? Nope. No, they're not. How come? Doc, that's different. It's about talent. Skills. Well,
2: ha! Huh. i tell you this, Scarlett Johansson and Dwayne Johnson have a lot of skill and talent. And have made them very successful And people. have been
1: proven. By the way, yes. there are people who play uh, uh, professional sports, professional athletes that may not even be the most talented in their position, but the team keeps them because they bring something else to the table. Yep. They're putting people in the seats because but, they're dynamic personalities. Yep. They're team leaders, which bring some other intangible to the, yep. the field or whatever when you're chasing a pennant or trying to win a championship. They're missing all of that. They would have you believe that they're really talking about inclusion and doing what's right for transgender people and LGBTQ, and it's not about that. It's about them saying they want a job, and they're trying to find any This is me saying, you know what? How dare Rush Limbaugh be so successful? Do you know how few – give me some reason I'm I'm losing out – Stupid people like me have those jobs. You actually have to know something like Rush and be talented. How come I don't have his money and success? You know, how many people from Northeastern Ohio? How many people with just go down the list of things that you could say about me? Whatever. Factory worker parents. You know, my mom was a factory worker. Yeah, she she was was in the 70s.
2: So where does it stop? Yeah. And by the way, little history about this stupid movie um, the producers, yep, and all those people uh-huh. have worked with Dwayne Johnson. They also made Rampage. Who started in that movie? Uh, Dwayne Johnson. They also produced Central Intelligence. Ooh, who in yeah. Oh, who started in that movie? Dwayne Johnson. That's uh, their go to, Jumanji. Oh, who started in that movie? Dwayne Johnson. By
1: the way, his character, the amputee, yeah, is based on. Uh, This is a real, this is a true story. It's based Mm. on a true story. Real life amputee Jeff Glasburn, or at least partially, Mm -hmm. he worked with them as part of the process. So he was there.
2: So he, you could say that he co-signed for Dwayne Johnson to play him.
1: Right. It's not really him. Like he's he's an amputee and I mean, a lot of it's fiction or whatever, but at least he worked with them is what I'm saying throughout the process.
2: It's not something where like they're trying to stick into the, to the amputee world out there. No, it's just Dwayne Johnson right now. It's a is it, did you know that he was the second most paid actor?
1: Highest paid actor? It's
2: The second one. I had no idea. I didn't know that either until like two days ago. All we, that saying he's,
1: because his movies are not seemingly the biggest. No, they're not. He must be a draw. They're bringing yes. money versus what they have to pay for them.
2: Exactly. So it's just because Wayne Johnson puts seats on the butts and people love The Rock. People love The Rock. He's an icon when it comes to all these cool movies that he's making out there.
1: You want some more? A I, more I would like letter. some more, please, please. She goes on. This is also about the truth for performers with disabilities being sidelined so that able-bodied actors can play at what it's like to live life with a disability. <laughs> See, the, the able-bodied actors are just acting, Chris.
2: Uh, yes, that's why they... They're just acting. That's what they pay for. The, the pay amputee for act. actors and
1: actresses, they're not acting.
2: Yeah, but when they get that role,
1: they'll be acting. No, 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 you don't understand... The, the people that are not amputees that are playing the amputees—they're just acting. This is also about a truth for performers, she says, with disabilities being sidelined so that able-bodied actors can play at this is inc- play at what it's like to live with a disability. That's called
2: acting. As a former actor and thespian, yes. Um, do you act when you're acting?
1: Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. Uh, are you, you sure? Know, I'm really not Colonel Pickering from My Fair Lady. No? I'm really not. So and yet I played one on played stage one? one time. Yeah.
2: And didn't you play like a green monster or something like that? Yes,
1: I really did. Um, um, uh, yeah, in um, Star Mites. Yes, I'm really not uh, an alien vil- a villain. <laughs> yeah, I'm really not in real life. <laughs> wow. But I played one. Yeah. Tom Hanks um, is not really gay. No? Nor does he have AIDS. What? Nor does he live in Philadelphia.
2: Oh my God. Nor
1: was he, uh, you know, discriminated against. So are
2: you telling me that the Avengers are not real?
1: Yeah, they really do not have superpowers. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. has not He's built not. a super suit. Are you sure? I'm positive. He really did not. Yeah.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. And Gina Julie, she's not Tomb Raider.
1: No, she's really not Laura Croft. She has nothing to do with that in real life. That's all fake. Yeah. Oh my
2: gosh, you've literally my. Toby
1: McGuire was not written by a radioactive spider. No. Hugh Jackman does not have uh, like claws that come out from his forearms that are and, made of adamantium. Okay. And by the way, adamantium is not real.
2: You tell me that, that is. Bumblebee and you know all these. Yes, he cannot transform into an alien creature. But there's creature. a Bumblebee out there.
1: No, there's not. None of that is it. That's all. That's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, fiction is what it's called Oh, uh, what this is an actress who's speaking to him actor to actor that's saying how dare you able-bodied actors play how dare how you, dare you how act dare you? this is the most this is the most outrageous part of this aside from them saying i'm just trying to play the victim so i can have gain whatever that mm-hmm. is that's, that's all this is about. And I understand your desire to have the role and make money. We're all out there scratching for it. How dare you do this, especially with saying you're an actor, speaking actor to actress and say, you're just acting. Yeah. This is at the heart of everything we've said about the LGBTQ with uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yep. So yep. you're an actor that's not allowed to act when it comes to certain roles. Yeah,
2: it's just basically don't do your job.
1: Guess what that means? You able-bodied people. So, or, sorry you disab- Disable. disabled you're not allowed to pay able-bodied roles now no so while you say only two percent of the characters were were uh disabled. actually disabled guess what then you're only going to get those roles is yeah. that the
2: game you want to play with this oh Doc Thompson <laughs> no they do not want to play that she game. she
1: said what we lose in that is the genuine authentic uh, authentic perspective the genuine no. authentic perspective no, of an actor who's acting. No, you don't. She said, there's a bit of a misconception that a performer with a disability would be able to handle the grueling schedule of a film. This community of ours contains some of the strongest, most capable, and tough individuals imaginable. Uh, listen, none. I don't know if anybody said you're not going to be able to do that. I don't think that's no. happening. And the amount of determination they need just the, uh, to just deal with a world that wasn't made with them in mind is staggering. Yeah, no one's saying that. No one's saying that at all. Try navigating New York City in a wheelchair. Believe me, a movie set is a dream. I've had conversations recently with some of the high-level development executives in Hollywood, and when I've challenged them on casting, the response I've often gotten is that a movie won't get made without a name above the title. I get it. This is a concern. The bottom line, I work in the industry, too. <laughs> so yeah. she's admitting, yes, I know there has to be a name attached to it, somebody like The Rock that yeah. people really enjoy. Great. But it doesn't matter. I have to work, too. And that's only half the letter. It goes on and on. Look at this. So many words. I want to share one other piece. We need a list celebrities like you saying no to taking away roles from our community. And until that happens, I will have con I will have continue. I will have to continue to consider taking that job as Miranda Otto cut in half just to try to make. My health insurance for the year—that must be a role she played, cut in half. Okay. Okay. All right. There you go. So actors cannot act; they have to take roles where they understand the characters, where they're seemingly like the characters. You know what? why do we have fiction at all? Yeah. Let's just do all nonfiction from yeah. now on, True and stories. only the people that uh, we're portraying will play themselves. Yeah. And if it's a historical figure, we got to rely on uh, just historical documents. Yeah, that's it. Uh, can, can someone still narrate what they said? Ooh. If we don't have an mm-hmm. audio recording no. of like somebody from the 1700s, no. you know, can we just no? We just have to use text? text? Just print? Yeah, what just about print. the blind? How are they going to? Uh, See, I don't know. How do we answer these? Moving uh, forward, what are we going to uh, do? The Morning Blaze. We're kind of like the real news, except
0: honest and factual. Huh. What a concept. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. with doc thompson
1: 888-900-3393 tomorrow's the day for the beckon Yeah, yeah Beck hosting a special seminar that's absolutely free with tweak tika tiwari from the palm beach letter about cryptocurrency investing and blockchain info now i don't know if i'm allowed to say this or not
2: well if you're saying that that means no
1: but i feel like i gotta get some of it out i feel i was told kind of on the sly yesterday of by course. somebody
2: Oh,
1: around okay. the office. It was on the set of the News and Why It Matters, and it was not Jason Buttrell, and it was not Pat Gray, Stu, or, uh, or Sarah Gonzalez.
2: So that leads with Glenn. I didn't say
1: it was Glenn. I just said somebody that there was around the set. There's that room. There's some cameramen and people, but it wasn't them. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that <laughs> tomorrow, when Glenn hosts uh-huh. this, this person told me that when Glenn is hosting this tomorrow, okay. and Tika's going to be in studio, they're doing it from okay. here, that... And he caught himself saying, well, there's some things I can't say. But when he gives the the couple of tips on which ones to buy, uh, he's got something more. What do
3: something you mean? Something
1: unprecedented. Something unbelievable that he is going to share. That it will blow you away that somebody is... Con- they, they would even consider doing this. I mean, this is the, to the point that he was like, listen, do yourself a favor. You, Doc. Uh, watch this seminar. Just... Trust me. Trust me on this. It was one of those. (laughs) And I was like, okay, why? And he gave me a little bit, and I could say, damn. This is, I'm not kidding. This is <laughs> this is going to be really big. Really big. Uh, it's free. Just sign up right now at BeckCryptoshow.com. Beckcryptoshow.com. Uh, you're also going to be uh, eligible for Palm Beach Letters exclusive $2 million Bitcoin giveaway. And like I said, Tika is going to offer up a couple of cryptocurrencies that he's recommending that people should buy because they're going to have a pretty good future. And he's tying something else to it that you're going to be like, God, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is. This is some serious swagger, unprecedented. Hmm. So just sign up now, beckcryptoshow.com. We're going to need some some tweets, but first I have to share one more piece of Katie Sullivan's letter to Dwayne The Rock Johnson and why this is so important to her. Are you ready? I'm ready. She said, I was quite young when I saw Forrest Gump. I didn't know who Gary Sinise was then, and for the first time in my life, I saw another human being whose body looked like mine, a double above-the-knee amputee. Don't get me started on the fact that he was a man. Lack of female perspective is a separate letter altogether. She had to throw that in. Mm -hmm. For the first time, she saw someone that looked like her, but it was a man. Don't even get me started. We're just talking about amputees now. Then I found out that Gary was an able-bodied man (laughs) wearing long green socks on his lower legs, and they erased them out of the film. And in that incident, instant... I felt erased too. <laughs> uh when did you find out they erased him with I to this day I didn't know how they did that.
2: <laughs> oh wow.
1: I mean I knew that they yeah. showed it. I didn't know how they you know they did, did the tech at the time, but so they used kind of green, green screen, screen technology. App. Okay. Yeah. But she knew. So she found out what when she went to Hollywood, and in that instant, she felt the race too.
2: Her bubble burst.
1: Wait a minute. They photoshopped Gary Sinise's legs into every other movie.
2: Whoa, <laughs> mind blowing.
1: And by the way, she's forgotten about hmm. the magic legs.
2: What magic legs? He got magic legs <laughs> in the movie.
1: Remember, Lieutenant Dan has magic <laughs> legs. You felt erased because you found out Hollywood fakes movies? Wow. Spoiler alert. I feel erased that there are no superheroes. I wanted to be a superhero. All of these things. I
2: want a transformer.
1: You mean to tell me all of the hot chicks on screen that as part of their um, job as actresses is to make me interested in them, giving me a thought that, hey, maybe they'd be interested in an average dude like me? When they're not interested in an average no, dude like me? Not. No, absolutely You see not. the Hollywood starlet, the beautiful mm. character just on bad, screen but, that, mm. oh, shucks. They're really just looking for a nice, mm. average, good-looking mm-hmm. dude, do- or average-looking dude. Mm-hmm. Not some Hollywood star that they're actually dating yes, yes. in real life. Yeah. No, they're interested. They could be interested in a guy like me. I just have to show them who I really am. <laughs> it's all crap. It's all acting. That's their job. But you felt erased. Okay,
2: <laughs> so you're saying that Jessica Alba does not like me?
1: Uh, probably not.
2: Hmm.
1: Probably not. It's a, you know what, Chris? I think you though. I think you're different. I think you have a shot. I do. I think you do. We're just, both Hispanic. Just show her. Show what's her. Really good. Okay. The
0: Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and
1: comedy this is the morning blaze with doc thompson okay ready to move on from her bs little letter there and get to another <laughs> challenge about the movie skyscraper which re- i find the real, hilarious
2: the real reason why i wanted to talk about this
1: right yeah <laughs> um apparently in the movie and i have not seen it but at some point, he makes some leap, a leap yes. from one skyscraper to another, yes, or is, is that just in the in the uh, poster for it? No,
2: no, because I saw, it on, it? Well. I saw okay. it on the trailer as well. I saw on the trailer. This is not a spoiler, so don't get all freaked out. No, it's out in, there, it's in the it's in the trailer. It's, it's actually the movie poster, right? And he's jumping from uh, one building one building to, to another. another,
1: like running, and then you jump, yes. and then you go. You're, I mean. Not on the first floor. Not no, on the second no. way the hell up there. Yeah. He's jumping from one into another yeah, building. And what like do you into call a window. Beam,
2: that beam, that construction beam. Because uh, that's uh, why he's using that to run. And the then, crane. The crane, yes. Okay, so, so
1: he would run down the arm of the crane rather, then, not from one building. No. Jump off the end of it uh, into a window across the street. Yes. Yes. Uh, of, another, of a skyscraper. Yes. That's what the trailer shows you. And it shows him right in the middle, in midair, mid-air. leaping from one to the other.
2: Yes. Yes. And if you look at that picture, like, oh, that's pretty cool. That is. That is oh, that's a fantastic jump, MPT, blah, blah, blah. And a lot the,
1: of people saw that and yeah, went, they were like, I don't think that's possible. Really? Really? That's, you don't think that's possible? I know. Huh? That he would be huh. able to, huh? Exactly. You know, because I've seen some of the other trailers, <laughs> like uh, like the most recent Avengers movie, and yeah. I was like, I'm not sure that's possible. Yeah. You know, a giant dude from outer space that comes in and just kicks everybody's ass. You don't think that's possible? In this fictional place on Earth called L- Quanda, whatever, with, yeah. the, with the black folk with high tech and the superheroes. Black Panther? I'm not sure that's possible. You
2: don't, Are you sure? Yeah. Huh. Because
1: I don't think superheroes would work together like that. No, I don't think so I either. I think that's what it is. I don't yeah. think so either. Uh, yes, but they people saw this and everything's saw, a challenge. Everything's a challenge. Used to be we'd go, eh. come on, they can't do that. But it's a movie. It's fiction. Let me just pay him my $10, eat some popcorn, and escape a little bit. I'll just accept that that's not possible. Yes. Okay. Nope. Mathematicians had to start doing the numbers on it. And
2: let's do the numbers.
1: And they started, so they used, and they showed their formula. They showed their work of how they got there. Yep. To show you where his trajectory would have taken him. So you see, and they posted... They used a movie poster yep. and then drew lines from the skyscraper into the window showing what path he would actually take.
2: Yes. And it turns out he wouldn't make it. He would not make it. Yo, can we get those pictures up? He shows that he will not make it. Now, the only one that makes it is...
1: So they show three and they draw the lines of different colors. So they yes. do red... Uh, green and yellow and yep. it shows and what are those what are the differences if he had jumped if up a, jump, little higher, yes, if jump a little higher if he jumped a little higher just run straight if off run, of it yep and, and, and in, it shows all of them him failing
2: calculating his weight and height uh-huh. so they all show that it's like uh, if he jumps a little sooner he's going to fall to his death if he jumps a little bit later he's still going to jump to the fire if he jumps like straight out he's going to barely make it to the window
1: well he would miss he will miss yeah they all miss they all
2: miss they all miss but then they there's a blue line.
1: Of of where he would actually go. And it, which it shows him, and it's hilarious, him jumping, coming out lower than the window. And then he'd have to come back up into the window, which would not be possible.
2: <laughs> no, it's funny because it goes, the blue line that clearly shows the updraft from the fire below, which carries the rock oh, to safety.
1: Oh, that's what it is. Okay, I was going to say... You- <laughs> They didn't take that into consideration, you know. No, they
2: did not. And it's funny because you also have uh the math. I this is one of my favorite ones that I saw out there was the math, and the guy posted the actual picture of him doing the actual math. Look at that.
1: Oh my gosh, hilarious. This
2: is fantastic. He needs to be tra- he needs to be traveling at twelve point seven miles per second in order to make that leap. <laughs>
1: Everything is a challenge. Every darn thing.
2: I, By the way, all, all the people that had fun with this, this is what the internet was made for, Doc Thompson. Yeah, at least this
1: was the fun challenge yes. stuff. It, I mean, these knuckleheads that are saying, I'm not getting a role. What about me? I want to play the victim and all of that crap. That's a, Those are the challenges that are annoying. Stuff like this is just kind of fun. It is. I, I do get a little tired of the challenges, <laughs> as long as it's good-natured like this. Yeah. If you cannot... Suspend reality and go see the, the movie about. Well, that's not real. I did the math and whatever. Okay, okay. I have a problem. If it's yeah. just fun challenging yeah. him, that's fine. Is that the Michael Jordan yeah, dunk a, pose <laughs> next to him? Yeah,
2: it's <laughs> Michael Jordan, Dwayne Johnson, skyscrapers. Skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: him. It's the so, silhouette of my, the famous Michael Jordan pose yeah. dunking. It's a silhouette it, of him.
2: It's, it's so cool, though. It, and then you got the DeLorean. <laughs> <to> the
1: <laughs> that's hilarious uh, people then, photoshopping where where he would really be falling <laughs> and missing the window and the spoiler <laughs> it doesn't
2: look like this end well for the rock <laughs> that's
1: hilarious
2: uh, i just love the inner when they do that
1: can you tweet out a picture of this one yeah of where his body would really be and versus yeah. the movie poster okay, go side by it. side that's a real fun thing or whatever um Yeah, that's the reason I like the people when they were tracking down uh, Shia LaBeouf stuff. Oh, yeah. By the way, we haven't had a Shia LaBeouf date in a while. Oh,
2: and there's some stuff out there. Is there? Yeah. It seems to be quiet. No, no, no. There's some stuff out there. He just hasn't gotten arrested recently? Yes. Well, yes, that's what it is.
1: That's all it is. But his crazy antics have not gotten him arrested. (laughs) No, no. He amps it up a little bit. We could have a pretty good uh, end of summer push for the Shia LaBeouf dates there. (laughs) We could get that done. Yes. Speaking of updates, uh, I have an update on the pet insurance. <laughs> i have a are you ready
2: yes yes
1: i now believe that i am no longer paying pet insurance
2: nope you're still paying for it
1: see that's what i'm wondering
2: he say i no longer believe
1: that's what i'm saying i i finally got through to him yesterday canceled the insurance and they said it was over they said i was out Mm-hmm. But knowing my luck, doesn't it stand as the reason yep. that about a month I'll be going, they told me I was out and they charged me again charge and I had you. to call them. Yep. So at this point, they're telling me I'm out. Is that a better way to yes. say it? Because yes. I really don't believe. Yes,
2: yes. So that means uh, you got through to them, right? I did. I did. Now, playing phone tag?
1: Yes. My wife kept calling and calling and whatever. And she's, my wife's incredibly busy too. And she's got the kids. So anytime she's sitting on hold waiting for them, she gets interrupted. And this happened a dozen times. So finally I said, I'll just do it. I'll just call while I'm prepping, and I'll just leave the phone roll. If it takes two hours, I'm there. Got it done. So I did the whole thing, and I made one mistake. Oh, I should have challenged them. I had had another phone. I would have done it. I didn't want to hang up. They they put me on hold. Mm -hmm. Thank you for calling. Blah 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 blah. Your current wait time is 17 hours. You know how they do that, right? (laughs) My current wait time when I called was 16 minutes.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Now, I've had that happen in the past years ago where it's been pretty lengthy at times. Mm -hmm. Usually those are government. But three or four times in the last month I've called places where they put me on and your current wait time is four minutes. They gave gave me the whole spiel Mm -hmm, at that time mm -hmm. that we're to experience a high volume, which they always say, your current wait time is four or five minutes or whatever. 16 was pretty high. And I was like, okay, I wonder if that's scaring people off, whatever. (laughs) Now, to get to that prompt or to get to that point, Mm -hmm. I had prompts that say, if you're calling about, boop, press one. Okay. Okay. And one of them was go through and tell us what you're calling about. To pay your bill. Mm -hmm. To whatever. To blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. To cancel the insurance, oh.
3: and I opted
1: for that, and I got 16 minutes. My fail was not being able to hang up, go mm-hmm. back in through the prompts again, and see what the wait time was for oh, the if other I wanted ones. to pay a bill or sign up for mm. insurance. I'm just curious if I was trying to buy the insurance or pay a bill if the wait time would be 16 this minutes. Be quicker. What do you think?
2: I think so. They want that money.
1: So what I may do later today is... Go through the prompts, like I'm going to cancel and get the current wait time, and then go through and I want to pay a bill. I want to give you money yeah. and see what happens.
2: <laughs> I bet those uh, operators are standing by.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, uh, Press two if you want to. Boo. Hey there. How hey. you doing, Pete? How you doing? What's that credit card number? <laughs> your current wait time is negative four. They've already started filling out the form. Let's go to her now. I've pulled up your screen in your account. I filled it all out. Just give me the number. So
2: I just need the, actually, I just need security code. Is it the same one? That's Is last it the same
1: one? Good. It's being processed. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Thompson. You want to sign up for auto pay? <clears throat> well, that was the problem we had. The auto pay. Yeah. And it it's taken out monthly. Mm. And I I want to say it was thirty five bucks, taken out monthly thirty five dollars, but we had to keep paying. They would keep taking out, or they would end up taking us to court. They would you know. um, what do he put it, uh, put it in the collections because we signed the contract that it would be for a year. And this was the first month where next month we would be able to opt out now. So we would have been auto paid. So this reason I'm counting down and counting down and I wanted to cancel, cancel, cancel. I just keep trying. So anyways, got through to him and she says to me, um, hi, who am I being with? Whatever. Blah blah blah, 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 blah. Told her my name, whatever. And she says, how may I help you? Now I've already given her prompt three. She's the cancel. She's a cancel lady. People. Yeah. So she goes, how can I help you? Um, Didn't you read? I pressed prompt three. Yeah, which is. What do you write Exactly. Cancel. Nevertheless, I said, okay, I'll pause. And I said, I need to cancel our pet insurance. And she said, I'm sorry, we don't offer pet insurance.
2: Oh my
1: gosh. What? And I said, okay, I went through the whole, I I went to the company website to get the phone number. I didn't want to email him. I want to talk to him. Went through the whole thing, right? Got the phone number. Went through the, hi, thank you for calling, whatever, blah, 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 the company. Press one if you want to pay your bill. You want to, three, if you want to cancel. Uh, we don't offer. And I was like, excuse me? I And I'm like, stuff. she goes, we do offer wellness plans. Is that what you're calling about? Canceling a wellness plan? Because Shut it's up. not technically insurance. You're right. And I'm sure that was a legal thing, but yes. still, you know what? Screw you. You know yes. what the hell I'm talking about. It's a loophole you found. Right. And, and if you have to say that because of laws, you know, maybe this is a scam. Yes. Maybe, maybe this is something you shouldn't be offering, right? Yes. This and this also shows you the scam that is insurance that we have. We, we call it insurance. It's a wellness plan. You are paying a maintenance plan. All of this stuff is the guy we had on the other day. We are deferring the costs. That's all we're doing. We're spreading out ahead of time payment to our company, and then they pay some of it as well to whatever insurance company who spreads the pain out over the course of the year. That's it. That's all we're doing with this nonsense. And that's really what they're doing here. So call it insurance. Why not? And I was like, yeah, that's what I'm calling about. And she said, "Um, and uh, what... I think she said, and I may get this one wrong. I think she said, what family member are you calling about? Uh, no, I'm sorry. I, I think that's what she said. Something. like, And I was like. <laughs> the family member that died three months ago. <laughs> and I said, I'm calling about Wada. That was the dog's name. Yeah. And she goes, oh. Oh, it says. No, not says here. I see he was recently rehomed. Three months ago or a couple months ago. He was rehomed. What, doggy heaven? That's what I said. Called home. I'm, I'm going. Re-homed. Called home. That's a really weird word for yeah. died. And I went. I better ask. Yeah. I'm so curious. Yes. Re- that's that's even weird for. And I went. Rehomed. What is what is rehomed? Well, he now has a new home that you, he no longer lives in your home. He has a new home that you rehomed him. No, you got rid of him. In other words, you gave him to somebody else. Yeah, that's what. No, or he was whatever. No, and I went. No, he wasn't rehomed. He died months ago, and I'm still paying you or something. And she was like, "Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I'll make a note of it." Which what the hell? Why do you need a note of it? Why do you need any of this? Just cancel this stuff. Rehome?
2: I'm so confused. In the yes, whole let's let's thing. go back
1: and revisit the yes. rehome. Rehomed. This is their politically correct. In doggy oh pet gosh. worlds that you have to say rehomed. Listen, people, if you like dogs and cats, fine. I'm out. I'm out of the scam that's pets. I got out. I I'm free right now. I've learned my lesson. If you're still sucked in and you believe the little fuzzy puppy, if you need that in your home, if you love them and you consider a family member, I think there's a difference. I don't think they're the same as your kids or your mom or your cousins. I don't think that. I don't think they're human beings. If you do and you love them, fine. Knock off the rehomed politically correct crap. And I so want to swear right now, it's crap. Rehomed? That's not even a word. It's not a thing. I see you no longer have possession of him. I'll take that.
2: Yes, no, I will no, take that. You
1: cannot possess a
2: dog. Oh, you're right. You're right. They have feelings and they, yes, they have rights. You mice. gave him away. We
1: prefer not to say gave away. It's just so insensitive yes. that you don't love oh him. Oh,
2: my gosh.
1: Um, he lives with somebody else. No, I no. sold him. Really? Oh, property? Did you ever sell or right their property? Now is that is that how you view them? Yes. I rehomed. Do. Wow. See, he has. How is home the verb to begin with? Yes. And then you've rehomed him, so he was homed at one point. Yes. Um, adopted was kind of okay. pushing it back yeah. in the day. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to adopt them, like you're adopting a kid, a kid, you don't think there's a difference? Yeah. Rehomed. Okay. And I was like, oh my, uh, re, what is rehomed? Well, he has a new home, whatever. And I'm processing this going, oh my God, you a-holes. You a- Did you just really use rehomed to me? You nutcases. This is this is your life. You're centered around this while well, people are dying. of, And I'm saying this, and I went, he died. No, He died. And as I was saying, she was like, oh my gosh. And by saying it, then I put her back at her heels yeah. because yep. they're like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear about your loss. And I was like, oh my gosh, you have no idea. This is the one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me. My loss? You're sorry to hear about it? And I went, thank you.
2: <laughs> yes. And yes. I went,
1: am I out? Am I done? I'll make a note of that in the file. And um, I'll go ahead and cancel this effective. So your." are uh, uh, your next payment, you know, you'll not have to pay. You're not paying your next payment. You're out. You're done. So I think, I'm not 100% sure, but I think the money that was supposed to be taken out in a few weeks okay, uh, has been rehomed.
2: <laughs> it's been rehomed, or it will
1: not be rehomed. It's oh, still it in my account, rehomed. right? Okay. All okay. those past months, uh, my money has been rehomed. <laughs> it hasn't been scammed. It hasn't been taken. It hasn't been wow. uh, unused, unneeded, unnecessary. Uh, none of that stuff. It was just rehomed wow. into their account. See, it used uh, to have a home in my account. Yes, yes. And sometimes I would rehome it to like Chick Fil A. Yes, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And now they would rehome it to theirs. Now I get to rehome it the way I want. Yes. No longer rehome it.
2: Back me. to Chick Fil A.
1: Right. Yep. That's it. So. So,
2: they told me I'm done. Yeah. I. Yeah. Doc Thompson. You don't think I'm? No. You're not done. You're I'm still gonna done. have another conversation. You will have with at them. least you they'll. They'll take at least one more payment from you. I'ma lose it. I am going to tell you, I'ma lose it. You want I'm more gonna payment. lose it. You want more payment. You know what? I may start
1: liking or start uh, owning pets again if they do that. Why? Because I will have to train attack dogs <laughs> <laughs> to take down to there. And go. Uh, talk to Glenn. They'll he let me in them. their corporate office if I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> look, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He's just he's just recently rehomed. <laughs> Can you let us in? He wants to visit you. He's so cute. Look at him with the vicious teeth. <laughs> Hey, if you get a chance, uh, go to BalmShot.com. BalmShot.com. Wayne and the crew at at BalmShot, they just love what they do. What a great group of people. Wayne loves his business, too. Loves his business, loves the story, loves the product. I love people that are passionate about what they do and stuff like that. Yeah. He's got a great backstory. The business is successful, and it's successful because it's a great product. This is a better balm, a better lip balm. Mm. He designed it to be better, to be more user-friendly. It doesn't open up in your pocket. It's got a real cool design that looks like a shotgun shell complete with the metal uh, bottom to it. So it's a bit of a novelty and fun when you Mm -hmm. show people, but it works great. And I got to tell you, the lip balm, who knew about lip balm? I don't know what's in most lip balms. All I know is that when I use it, I like it. It doesn't melt in the car as fast as the other stuff does. Works great. Got great uh, fragrances and flavors, and it's all available at BalmShot.com. If you use the promo code DOC, they're going to give you a seventh one when you order six, plus a ball cap, and they'll give you free shipping on it. Come on, man. They have upped their deal. A seventh one for free when you order six, a free ball cap, and they're going to give you free shipping, and the price point's really low. So just go to BalmShot.com, B-A-L-M-Shot.com. Balm like lip balm, shot like shotgun shell.
0: This is The Morning Blaze with Dot Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. Most culturally diverse morning show on the radio, hosted by a white guy. It's the Morning Blaze with
1: Doc Thompson. Hey, did you tweet out? Did you tweet out the pictures.
2: No, I have poster? to work on that. That's you, you. You order a tall order on that.
1: You're screenshotting two things and throwing in a picture.
2: Yes, but you have to put them together. You just can't throw two pictures like that. And TweetDeck doesn't let me tweet two pictures, so I have to do it through my phone. Yeah, they
1: do. They do. Yeah, they changed it. They'll let you post two up there.
2: Oh. Okay, I'll send that out.
1: I'm pretty sure they do now. At one point they didn't. Oh, okay, I think they evolved. Come on, Chris. Sorry. Come on, I thought you were
2: up on tech. Come Hi. on, <laughs> not on TweetDeck. TweetDeck is your thing. You're the one who got me into TweetDeck. I
1: deck. like the TweetDeck. TweetDeck's yeah. good because it lays it out and you can watch yeah. different things. Yeah. It's good for when we're on the show. Yeah. I right, get the tweets in hashtag What I Learned Today.
2: Indiana man saying What I Learned Today. Waking up to the world where Deadpool isn't real. What next? You're gonna tell me uh, there's oh no Chewbacca? Gosh. Oh.
1: Okay, I'm triggered now. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No Deadpool. Uh,
2: There's catch up on Doc's tiny sack saying, "What I learned today: If you're double amputee actor, if you're a double amputee actress, I suppose that there aren't many standing offers in Hollywood." I see
1: what you did. Where's the bell? Where's the (laughs) bell? (laughs) Wait
2: a minute! Who put the bullhorn over the bell? That deserves the bell. That Someone had too. their bullhorn on my bell. <laughs> Jacko Welder saying, "Why is she the one complaining? By her standard, it should be a disabled, disabled veteran."
1: Oh, is she a veteran? Oh, yep.
2: Oh, wait a minute.
1: I hadn't thought about that. Is That's- she disa? Is she a veteran? Yeah. Is I don't she? think she is. I don't think so. If she's not it has to be a dis- we got Thank to, it's you. got to be down to the wire. And by the yes. way, why is she complaining anyway? She she's does um, not have a penis. Yep. No. Did you know that? I don't know that. I don't Does know. She,
2: do you know what she had that? I don't. I'm at?
1: assuming. Uh, I yeah. shouldn't assume, How, but I am. See, right She there. may have a penis full-time. She have, may want to have one part-time. Yep, yep. You never know. She could flip and flop on this thing. Yep. She could, you know, the whole thing.
2: Neil before Sock <clears throat> saying, which trans actor mm-hmm. will Hollywood cast on the next Transformer movie?
1: Oh, I see what you I did. I did not. That's a great point. Are, are there any in there? None. Did you see it? They're like, all right, here's Bumblebee. Here's Optimus Prime. Here's Katie Sullivan. She's like, Here I'm transforming. Yeah, you, you look the same. Yeah, let me whoop. see this. I've transformed. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. That is. Wow. It uh, only took some uh, hormone treatment and uh, surgery. Gotcha.
2: TMB set up trim saying, I rehome a lot of cows.
1: To be honest, I do too. Okay. And a lot of chicken, a lot of pigs. I rehome a lot of those. I rehomed some eggs yesterday. Oh, did they you? went from the supermarket into the refrigerator and then and a then, new home in my belly.
2: Oh, that's a lot of rehoming.
1: I had a lot of rehoming yeah. yesterday. TMB listeners, I rehomed it with a little bit of butter Ooh. and some vegetables. Oh. Yeah, I really what like about it. some meat. I didn't yesterday. I'm mm. I'm thinking about going uh, sous vide. I'm thinking Ooh. about going all sous vide, getting one of those little machines mm-hmm, mm-hmm. cuz I really like the sous vide eggs, they're real creamy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I may have to rehome a sous vide machine.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. TMB listener supreme, thank God you needed to you needed to preach that sermon months ago. Pets aren't people.
1: Thank you. Listen, I am I know, I, I'm being honest. I am triggered now. I fully get that. My oldest son, Tiger's like, man, you are really anti. That dog, he hurt you, didn't he? It was like, <laughs> Where did yes. he touch you, dog? Where, Where did he did touch you? He, right here. Uh, it, it's bad. I'm admitting that. I know it. And if, if a dog brings you joy and pleasure, first Good of all, you, you can do you. whatever you want in the world. I support your right to do things that are even wrong. You can choose for you. And I even support if the dog is helping you, and that's fine. I just want to make sure we draw the line between pets and humans. There's still not people, sorry. Even if you're rehoming them.
0: <laughs> the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson.
1: Part of the next
0: generation of talk radio. This is the Blaze Radio Network. The collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning
1: Blaze with Doc Thompson. All right, Chris. Chris, I see you tweeted out the side-by-side picture of. Yeah. I would have done the. Oh no, I see what you did there. Yeah, those are good. Those yeah. are. Yeah. see that. Yeah.
2: That's the. Right. Okay, you did it
1: right. I know right, I did. It it right. It wasn't, wasn't the way I would do it, but you did it. It was fine. It works.
2: Uh, why wouldn't it work? Even either either way, will work.
1: You know what? I'm sorry. I should have just... Um,
2: done it yourself? Yes. You no, I'm done just done saying I was
1: critical. That's not how you... Thank you for doing it. it it's fine. Consider it a job done. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for tweeting that out. All right. Lots of other tweets coming in with the hashtag What I Learned Today. If you're new to the program, please follow at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz
2: and join us. Joel tweeting out what I learned today. The government rehomes 25% of my check every week and they call it Taxes, yeah, they
1: rehome a lot of my cash too. Really? They do. Huh. Obama made $20 million while president.
2: Whoa.
1: Yeah, his total salary over the course of eight years totaled around $3 million. Whoa. I mean, that's eight years worth of work. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, I get that. But he ended up making $20 million. Wow. He, he mentioned it yesterday um, that oh, he yeah, was even shocked he had made mm-hmm. so much money. He was speechifying. And $20 million. So I looked at what the breakdown was. Mm hmm. I think around 15 million of that mm-hmm. came from, and this is the Obamas together, mm-hmm. he, the the two of them, first lady and husband. About 15 million or so came from uh, sales of his books.
2: Oh, okay. <clears throat>
1: that he had written before being president, mm-hmm. and then the first lady made a salary for a while, and you know so on and so forth. Anyway, you look back and you go, okay, he's criticizing. Uh, and, and lots of people have criticized President Trump. They're mm-hmm. like, you have to separate your business. and There could be conflicts of interest. Okay, I give you that. Yeah. Don't you then have to take it to something like sales of past books even? Yeah. As president of the United States, your very existence, getting that level of publicity, is going to sell gobs and gobs of books. Now, he had sold a lot of them to begin with. But he sold that many more because people are like, oh my gosh, I love him. He wrote books. <laughs> I'll buy some. Yeah. Just by getting all of that, he didn't have to mention the books. No. He never had to mention it. No. Just by being around, people Google him. They find out mm-hmm. about the books. they do it. So where do you draw the line?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, Bruce, not Bruce. He's tweeting out what I learned today. Doc, when your next payment is taken out, let me just say in advance, sorry for your loss.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Is that what she was really getting? I'm sorry for your loss because we're going to take some more cash out.
2: Donna tweeting out what I learned today. Doc Thompson rehomed his pet to play part of some dog in Hollywood.
1: I would. I thought about that for a while. Anyway, start working. You bring in some cash, too. Yeah, he's he has been rehomed. We'll say that (laughs)
2: he has.
1: He has. Okay. he's not at my home. He has some other home now. Uh, His carcass is somewhere else. Chef Patrick coming up at the bottom of the hour. Please follow him on Twitter, at FoodBizPro. And he's going to test a new product for us this morning. Oh, cool. And we're going to test the uh, fruits of his labors.
2: Ooh, is there fruits?
1: I, I mean, just it'll be food. He's going to okay. make something for us. I don't, I don't us. feel like eating fruits. It's not fruit. It was, it's a saying. Okay. We're going to sample some food based yeah, on but, a new cooking product. He'll let us try. cooking product. A new tool that okay. you can cook with. So anyways, he'll be doing that at the bottom of the hour, which is good that we have taken our RIDU zone today. R-I-D-U zone, RIDU zone, in order to give us that fuller feeling and help burn some extra calories by boosting our metabolism. That's what RIDU zone does because without it, I would be obsessing about food constantly. It's worked for lots of people around the office here and even more outside of our office. It's a product that was developed with technology that was researched for years from the University of California system. They, uh, they worked on this molecule called OEA that is found in the Mediterranean diet, olive oil. It's in your body and makes it regularly. And they said this has some unique properties to, in concentrated amounts, make you feel fuller. And to give you that boost of of energy in your system that helps you burn some additional calories. And they said, what if we did this in concentrated forms and tested it to make sure it's safe and people could use it for weight loss? And sure enough, they could. The folks at RidUZone brought it to market just about a year, year and a half ago. And the results are amazing. It works so well. This is unlike anything you've ever tried. RidUZone.com. Go there today and order it. This is the thing you've been looking for to help you lose weight, to get you over that hump. So you can start that lifestyle change. What age are you? Let's say let's say you're twenty five. Okay, you got you got some time. You're still there, you got a considerable amount of time to get your act together and start eating healthy. But I'm gonna tell you this. If you are healthier now, it is going to make things so much easier in the long run. Do the work now. You generally lose faster. It's easier to work out. It's harder to rebound when you get a little bit older. You have some time. Try the RiduZone. zone. If you're a little older, yeah, you don't have as much time. And every day that you're not living healthy, being healthy, you are more likely to end up with some additional disorders or diseases that have been triggered by not eating or living properly. We know this. The riduzone is going to help you because it's harder as you get a little bit older yeah. to try to lose the and weight. Then and then
2: if you start losing weight, which I did not know this, your body kind of acts like, wait, wait, what's wrong with me? I'm losing weight. Let me slow down the metabolism.
1: That's so creepy. It, you're, The whole thing gets out of whack. <laughs> I mean, and, So if you're dieting or something and you're like, okay, I'm going to diet. I'm going to try this thing and you move... It takes a while for your body to adjust. If you start exercising, start going to the gym again, it's going to take like weeks and months to start leveling and saying, okay, this is the new norm or whatever. People that smoke for years, you got to get over those addictions. It takes, I've seen studies that say it takes over a year to get rid of some of those initial cravings. Then you still got the, the. Um, social cravings where you're the habits that you have and stuff like that. Eventually your body will reset on some of the stuff, but it takes some time. Mm-hmm. Try RiduZone, Let it help you today. Riduzone.com. ridu zone.com bottom line. It works. Try it today. This stuff is difficult, man. I mm-hmm. realized more and more. I, and I was never horribly out of shape. I mean, I was overweight at times un, enough that no one was like, Oh, he's okay. I mean, they're mm-hmm. like, no, you're dude, you're fat. You know, but it wasn't like some people will have or struggle with. And it wasn't most of my life. And I still ate relatively healthy. I mean, it was not all junk food, whatever. I had kind of more of a balance. I just ate too much. Mm. It's like, okay, I'm going to have that healthy meal. Great. It's healthy. Good, Doc. Good for you. I'm going to have seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Why not do it more? Uh, I'm the mouse in the little maze that they're testing that realizes you press the button for the cheese and, and I'm, we just gave it to more cheese. That's kind of how I am. (laughs) The fact that I am not addicted to all kinds of drugs and, you know, at the casino every night and all these other, I have no idea how I, I am so close to being that level of addictive personality. (laughs) Am I enjoying this? Lay on the button, man. More cheese. <laughs> you got a little of that, though, too.
2: Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah.
1: Her name is something something Cortez. And she is the. What's the matter?
2: It's not something something. Cortez.
1: No. And no, she's that socialist chick who won the primary in New York. That's how you know her. Cortez. Puerto Rican
2: socialist.
1: You're going to claim that?
2: I will claim. Yes. You know what? Yes. I'm going to claim that.
1: She got the crazy eyes. Alexandria
2: Ocasio Cortez.
1: Okay, that's her. She uh, recently was interviewed on PBS by um, <laughs> is it Margaret Hoover, who supposedly comes from the right. It was a an interesting interview. I'm not so sure about Hoover's performance. On one hand, I was like. But she's really not challenging her on stuff. Then she did challenge her a little bit, so whatever. But Cortez said some really interesting things, and I'm sorry to torture you with this morning, but I think they're important to understand her and what's going on with the movement of the... We're not socialists. We're democratic socialists of America. Shut up. To understand Shut the difference. Up. She said a couple of interesting things about capitalism. And socialism, shouldn't it be almost primar- primarily or almost or completely... About economics? Yeah. It's an economic system, yeah. socialism, capitalism. But it's not. And that's the first thing you got to understand about their movement. If it was really about being socialist, they would just say, the government con- uh, uh, confiscates everything or has a system in place where we all have exactly the same amount. Mm. Great. Mm. Why are you talking about racism? Why are you talking about immigration Equality. and foreign policy and war and all this yeah. stuff? Yep, This is an economic system. Yep, Because it's not really an economic system that they're talking about. Nope. I mean, part of it is they believe that. But what it's really about is simple, good old fashioned progressivism. That's all it is. But let's hear a talk about capitalism. Here we go.
4: I'm not the left versus the right. right. Now, the economy is going pretty strong, right? There's roughly 4% unemployment, 3.9% unemployment. Um, do you think that capitalism has failed to deliver for working class Americans or is no longer the best vehicle for working class Americans? Well, I I think the numbers that you just talked about is part of the problem, right? Because we look at these figures and we say, oh, unemployment is low. Everything is fine, right? Well, unemployment is low because everyone has two jobs. Unemployment is low.
1: Flag on the play. The economy's doing good. The proof's in the pudding, right? We took some more capitalist steps. We got the government out of some things. We lowered some taxes. Still far from perfect for what they should be doing, but they took steps and the economy's doing better. Yeah. That's doing better. Unemployment's low because people have two jobs. Hmm. Um, you know, if your argument is people are underemployed at their one job, that they don't make enough, and they have to have a second job, you realize the fact that there is another job available is a good thing. Yes. Capitalism. Yes. And with socialism, they may not even have the first job. In fact, as we know, socialism is not sustainable. It will touch down on socialism for the blink of an eye. And then it has to go to capitalism or excuse me, communism or fascism or one of these other isms that are horrible as well, because the government must force this stuff. Remember statism is I filled with ideas that are so good. The government must force them on you.
2: Yeah, it has to be. It literally has to be forced. it has
1: to be forced on you. So she's saying it's horrible because that's the reason unemployment is too is so low. (laughs) What? Okay, here we go.
4: Well, unemployment is low because everyone has two jobs. Unemployment is low because people are working 60, 70, 80 hours a week and can barely feed their kids. And so I do think that right now, when we have this no holds barred, wild west hyper capitalism, whoa, that- hold
1: it right there! We do not have hyper capitalism right now. How dare you say we have wild west, no holds barred capitalism right now, where the free market is actually running amok like this? How dare you say that? We do not. I wish we did. But we do not. I wish it was as she described. True, free markets running free. No holds barred. You mean the countless stacks of government rules and regulations? What is running free about that? What is the Wild West? The IRS? (laughs) The government spying on everything I do? The, the rules that you can and can't do this with businesses, the rules that you must hire certain people, and not only the government telling you that, but of course the court of public opinion. How dare you say you wouldn't hire a man or you wouldn't hire a woman? How dare you say you won't make a gay wedding cake? How dare you say any of this stuff? We are nowhere near the Wild West. True capitalism or free markets running free. We're nowhere near that. We took one small incremental step towards it, away from a hell of a lot closer to socialism, especially over the last eight, nay, 16, nay, 20, nay, 28 years. Wow. We are a hell of a lot more cap, uh, closer to socialism at this point. When you look at the amount of taxes the government takes, when you add it up, state, Local, federal taxes. And you say, what's, what's the uh, interest rate you pay for ta- or the, the rate of taxation you pay from uh, federal? And then you add state and local. You're probably close to or over 50%. But that's not all of it. Then, of course, you've got syntax. Hey, you buy cigarettes and alcohol, some places have syntax. Then you've got additional sales taxes. So they tax you on the money you bring in and the money you spend. And then what do you have taxes on your phone to give to phones to poor people, those additional charges, the Obama phone programs that was started long before Obama. Then you've got, um, other taxes for doing business. You got capital gains. So you bring in money, you invest some of it to make some money and they tax that as well. And then of course you've got gasoline taxes because you got to use the roads and yet you still pay a user fee on some of those roads as well. And all of that money, That you have earned, and then all of the taxes you pay on it, and the taxes you pay for spending that money, remember, somebody else paid taxes on that dollar. The company that paid you for the work you did paid taxes on it. That alone shows you your rate of taxation is far over 50%, and the countless rules and regulations show you that the government is in control we have, a, we have a federal reserve system that regulates what the interest rates are. And you're telling me we're capitalism? Capitalists? No. A little more.
4: No holds barred, wild west, hyper-capitalism. What that means is profit at any cost. Capitalism has not always existed in the world, and it will not always exist in the world.
1: It won't always exist? I would like to challenge her on that. And by the way... Uh, capitalism at any cost yes without capitalism you cannot have freedom martin uh, milton friedman t- taught us that you cannot the, the two cannot exist except with each other they're partners in this dance and uh to say uh, at any cost yes capitalism as a system at any cost because it is tied to freedom as an individual you get to say the freedom portion of it yeah I believe in capitalism at any cost. I will do something that is immoral, but as long as it's illegal, you get to make those choices. So if you don't like it, then don't act that way. Uh, she has one more comment on capitalism.
4: I want to share this clip with the you as people well. people who create value in society are not experiencing any portion of the value that they are creating. And so I do think that absolutely capitalism was the most efficient and best economy
1: who are creating value are not getting, are not benefiting from it. You live in America, first of all, so you are protected here. You're not being raped and tortured by the government like you would be in North Korea or Iran or some other place in the Middle East simply because you're a woman or you're gay or whatever it is. So I'm going to challenge you on that. But listen, back that up just about five seconds after she made that statement, where she talks about capitalism and it, you know, it used to be right, Chris. Mm. This is the same argument we heard here about the Constitution. It was needed years ago, and great, it was right for then, but not, it's not, not right for now. Yeah. Listen to the argument she makes.
4: I do think that absolutely capitalism was the most efficient and best economy, perhaps, um, at for the time that it that it was at, perhaps. But um, but as we evolve. As automation begins to really take out extremely large industries, we need to say that we're not going to throw those people away. Okay, hold it
1: right there. Hold it right there, and I want to go to a clip from 1966 next. Okay, so you heard the argument, and this is what we hear about minimum wage—not minimum wage, uh, income. Mm, We need a minimum because automation and all this. While I think that's a concern, that's always been the concern. She is supported by the DSA, the Democratic Socialists of America, right? Oh, wow. That's who that's who mm-hmm. And then she says she's a Democratic Socialist, yes, not she just does. a socialist, right? Yes. The the man who founded the frontrunner to the DSA, his name is Michael Harrington. Okay. He worked for Lyndon Johnson. Okay. He was the one of the ideas or the founders of the war on poverty. Okay. He was an extreme leftist. So he started the group that backs her now. Okay. Okay. It it evolved into this. Mm-hmm. In 1966, he was part of an interview and a debate where he said this. I don't like capitalism. I think it's much less uh, than, uh,
0: well, I think it's a mythological system uh, in that we talk of free enterprise, but we have gigantic uh, concentrated corporations. But I agree that it is exactly the magnificent accomplishments of American enterprise and capitalism and business. And the kind of dog eat dog misery Listen. that we went through that now makes it possible for us to be decent. And I think that when we finally do get a modicum of justice in the society, uh, we should uh, revere uh, those, uh, those dog eat doggers who, who did make it. So you possible. understand,
1: he's being snarky there, but what he's saying is capitalism was necessary. It got us to here, mm-hmm. and now we need justice, and, and now it's kind of outdated. That was in 1966. <laughs> That was 30-some years before this chick was born, saying the same thing. Wow. It's the 60s, 1966. It's outdated now. It's not needed. It's the same talking point crap. They use scare tactic to say, here's what's coming, and we got to get rid of this system, and there's so many people, whatever. Most of those people need to get off their ass and get a job.
0: The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network.
1: If if that infuriates you, as it wait wait, wait for something. something. Cultural appropriation? Yes, please! This is the morning
3: blaze.
1: If that something something Cortez chick infuriates you, and it should. Okay. It's outrageous. Yes. Uh, remember, there are people who believe this stuff. Yes, they are ignorant, or they are so emotional, and it rules them mm-hmm. that they cannot uh, distinguish between emotion and and logic, and realize. while you may feel bad that there is some bad that comes with capitalism because nothing is perfect. Yep, um, your plan, your ideas are far worse. Yeah, if it infuriates you as it should, consider signing up for Patriot Mobile today. One hundred percent, because your mobile company is giving money to people. And organizations that support Cortez, maybe even her. I'd be willing to bet that, that Credo Mobile ends up giving her money. They've <laughs> given money to some of the most extreme candidates on the left in the past.
2: And I got some. Every other
1: mobile company in America does that. Whoever you have, if you don't have Patriot Mobile, your money is being used against you. So please switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash doc.
2: I got some information for you, Dr. Thompson. <clears throat> Credo Mobile, along with organ- with other organization, has partnered with. Senator Bernie Sanders. Uh, They're giving to to Bernie Sanders. To sponsor CEO versus workers town hall on Monday.
1: There it is. They're using capitalism. They're using people signing up for a good service, whatever, and funneling that money into something that will end up destroying them. But as long as they destroy everybody else, they're cool with it.
2: And by the way, in that little whatever (coughs) partnership that they're doing, Amazon will be there. Disney will be there. McDonald's will be there. American Airlines will be there. Okay,
1: send me that. I got to find out more about it. Please (laughs) forward that to me. This is is what mobile companies are doing. Your mobile company is likely involved in this nonsense yep. so sign up for patriot mobile today dot com slash doc you can also call 800 a patriot that's 800 a patriot if you would please let them know that you heard about it on our program i mean hey we're capitalists too yeah right now they have a great deal fifteen hundred dollars per account if you have two accounts it's three thousand dollars to switch those over to patriot mobile that they'll just pay off your your past bill with your old provider if you have a Um, you know, a penalty for getting out of it. If you have a pass like $200, 500, whatever it is on your old phone to pay off your pass bill, they'll give you up to $1,500 to switch. And right now they got a deal on the E4 and E4 plus.
2: Yeah. E4, 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 Motorola E4 or E4 plus. Four bucks a a month. month. Come on.
1: Just $4. It's a good company doing a lot of good work. Sign up today at patriotmobile.com. All right, tweets now. Scru- uh, scuff- scruffy Nerf Herder just said, uh, socialism has rehomed a lot of people around the world. Yes, yes. Yes, they have. And I had a couple of other people say, uh, Cortez in this, especially the part where she talks about Israel, Yeah. sounds like uh, the chick from Miss Teen USA a couple <laughs> years ago. Here's the mashup. Listen.
4: I also think that what people are starting to see at least in in the occupation uh, of of palestine is um, just an increasing crisis of humanitarian condition i personally believe that us americans are unable to do so you use the term the occupation of palestine mm. what did oh. you mean by that oh um uh sama People out there in our nation don't have that. I think it, what I meant is like the the settlements that are increasing. I believe that our ed- education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere, like such as. And places where, um, where Palestinians are experiencing uh, difficulty in access to. Uh, their housing and homes, and I believe that they should. Uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. You think you can expand on that? Yeah, I mean, I think I'd also just. I I am not the expert on geopolitics on this issue, you know. Should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries, so we will be able to build up our future. For me, I just look at at things through a human rights lens, and. I may not use the right words. <laughs> I know this is a very, very honest. Intense. That's very honest.
5: Thank you
1: very much, South Carolina. Wow, that's uh, quite telling there, quite telling. Very, very. Okay, good. Well, let's put her in Congress. Yes. She'll fit right in. Yes. Thank you. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the
0: Blaze Radio Network.
1: there it's doc thompson thanks for listening to the morning blaze when you have some time there's another show that i think you should check out it's the glenn beck program i think you're really going to like it look for it now wherever you download your favorite podcasts
0: 900 33, 93.
1: the morning blaze with doc thompson i feel bad we haven't taken more calls we really forget about him at times
2: we do we do and uh, that's your fault
1: oh you're blaming me now yes Doc. who's responsible who's not responsible me. for that not me so if it's not me it's you it's pretty much me okay i'll give you that that, that is kind <laughs> you of you have fault. a
2: screen right in the middle that says caller yeah
1: that's true i know we just get in our own little world here and it happens sometimes we do. We do get to tweets. You get
2: on your own little world.
1: Well, and sometimes when we record this program, it's harder to take calls. That is true. Right. That that's is true. Right. It's harder true. to fake calls.
2: It's very, very difficult.
1: Actually, it's a little easier to fake calls. Is it? Yeah, who's going to know? But if they go back and look at the tweets.
2: Yes. Yes. It's
1: easier to fake well, because, calls than tweets.
2: You know, the reason, I mean, the one thing that shows that we're live is reading tweets.
1: Exactly. That's right.
0: Hey, who's going to win the All-Star game later this week? <laughs>
2: Hey, we're
1: going to be talking about the World Cup and who's likely to win coming up in a few minutes as well.
2: What about the NFL draft?
1: Yeah, NFL draft will be Can doing that. About that. too. Okay. Yeah, And who's going to win uh, this November? Is it Trump or Hillary? Who's, who's going to win? <laughs>
2: uh, let, me, let me look. Uh, Hillary has a 99% chance of winning. She's, of, of course, going to win. Of she's course a, she is. She's a, she's a front runner, 99%. <laughs> likely to end up
1: getting this thing done hey real quick got to tell you about earth water and their affiliate program they are doing well so we got some um some information we did that yeah that a cursor cursory cursor they're doing well an initial a light version of how well they're they told us they're doing pretty well
2: yeah can you just say that they told
1: us they're doing can you edit all
2: that out yes yes edit we, out the fake call three, stuff too we don't two, know one. Hey,
1: Earthwater is doing really well with their affiliate program. People are starting to get it and people are making money. They're making that 40% da- uh, uh, weekly commission off of every dollar that people spend through their unique link. So you tell friends and family, hey, sign up for Earthwater, buy some Earthwater, but use my link and you're going to make 40% commission. Yes. And part of the, the thing that makes it work is they're getting a discount. Yes. Versus you just buying it on Amazon. Because
2: yeah, if you go to Amazon, it's like 80 bucks. For a case of water, who's paying 80 bucks for a case right. of
1: water? Right. This works. And all you have to do is go to theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Can I can I help you out with something here? Yes. Let's say you're somebody who buys earth water. Okay. And you regularly use the earth water. Yes. And you want to save some money on the earth water. Yes. Sign up through the account because there's a discount and sell yourself the earth water.
2: What? And I don't think I, you could do that. I do not think you could do that. I Think that's illegal. Uh, no, I don't think it is.
1: I'm not sure. I'm supposed to tell people. That yeah, I don't scam. think you're
2: supposed to tell that either.
1: Have your mom sign up for an account, and then she sells you the earth water, and you get and the you get people in. I'm just and a, then
2: a check comes every I'm week,
1: and that's. Uh, I'm not sure, was, but edit that out too. Edit okay. that all out. Uh, you ready? edit this whole sec. Hey, ready? sign up for the Earthwater affiliate program. It works. It's the direct market uh, model. What they do is they give you a unique ID link and then everybody who orders Earthwater with your link after telling them your friends, family, coworkers, business associates, whatever, um you're going to earn a 40% weekly commission. Just go to the com. You don't have to handle the fulfillment or anything. It's all via amazon they handle all shipping and handling and it's free shipping by the way no monthly minimum no required auto ship it's the earthwater.com celebrity (laughs) chef patrick talks business and food trends with doc thompson and the always hungry morning blaze crew chris we're trying grilled cheese this morning cool i love the i was at the store and i saw these (laughs) oh this is pretty cool this is how to make grilled cheese in your toaster Although that's toasted cheese. And can't you, Chef Patrick, just make toasted cheese in your toaster? What's the problem with doing that normally? Yeah, normally kind of, it might run into the, uh, the oh, heating element and maybe cause a little bit of, of, a, yeah, fire yeah, a, little bit of a fire and burn the house down. Maybe. So this perhaps. is a little like sandwich baggie that's toast, that's toaster user friendly.
6: Yeah, they're called Toasta bags. Straight out of Compton, by the way. Okay.
1: <laughs> and then well, I'll tweet out a link so we can get a picture of it, too. Yeah, yeah, focus in on that. I actually have some they pictures I took while I was
2: making pull them. Pull it closer to you.
1: Okay, there we go. How's there you that? go. And so <laughs> Chef Patrick has made uh, made us some toasted cheese, and they're based out of, where are they from? Um, China? The, oh, these are from the UK. They're made in China, but <laughs> the company's from the UK. And look, you can also uh, toast other things in them, like French fries and Ooh. things like this as well. And it has the three-step process. Here's Chef Patrick. Read the three steps on the back. The three steps on the back.
6: One. Listen. Prepare an insert into toaster bag. Okay. 2. Uh-huh. Insert toaster bag into your toaster or toaster <laughs> oven. And 3. Enjoy uh. your perfect grilled cheese, no mess. A lot no of complicated fuss. stuff. Yeah. You couldn't have figured
1: that one out yourself. Damn, UK. What if, what so if, you put it in. No wonder you're the UK. <laughs> by the way, that's one step. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's <laughs> Enjoy like, isn't really a step. No. You already got that yes. one. Yes.
2: Don't forget way, to
6: push a, the button down or to turn the toaster oven on. Right, so that's they would have put step. those
2: or Plug in the toaster. <laughs> well, <laughs> actually, actually, no. I
6: actually had to do that because I, I started, I'm like... This isn't
2: working,
1: man. There's something Step wrong. with These one. bags don't work. Patrick, the toaster's not plugged in.
2: Oh. actually, they should take it back. Step one, buy a toaster. Yeah. Step two, buy the bread. And by the way, if
1: you have a toaster oven, then you don't need the toaster bags. not they work <laughs> no. just fine. No, you don't. Okay, so you made two. One of these yes. is the traditional in a pan method. Yes. And the other one is toaster bag. Chris Cruz, have a sample of each and tell me which is which and how do they compare. Okay. Yeah. Try this
6: one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm trying to figure out what the purpose for this is. Are you, are you doing this because you, you're Me? traveling? No. If Why would anyone use this? What would you need it for?
1: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, I guess if your child wants to make one in a toaster when you're not <laughs> home,
1: latchkey kids. Okay. Now, is, I can tell the difference. Yeah. This is the original. You can tell because there's mm-hmm. more. There's butter on it. That's yep. the difference. You could theoretically butter these ones, right? You could. You could.
6: I, w- I wasn't sure how it would react or if it'd smoked in there. Because
1: so. it didn't say on the steps, butter. It, it just said prepare. Just said, mm-hmm.
6: But these are pretty good for what they are. Mm-hmm. They're not and bad. And still toast the bread. It's a toaster
1: condom. I mean, this might be honestly something that would be good for kids. That's what I was going to say. I think this is for kids. Because I, but I remember one of the first things I learned to make was grilled cheese sandwich. No, me Me too. too. I Mm -hmm. was really good. Me too. So I had to be first or second grade at the oldest and my sisters taught me Mm -hmm. and uh, then I'd get home from school and I got home. I was a latchkey kid about an hour for my um, siblings and I make grilled cheese now and then my mom was always like, damn, I'm so worried he's going to burn the house down. Um, <laughs> but that's how I learned. Started making stuff, and there you go. But yeah, they're they're worth it. I don't know if they're yeah, they're, they're reusable. It says right. Yeah, they're reusable. You and how many be. in the ba- a box did it say? The package are two. <clears throat> how much? They so were five bags. bucks though, so two okay. fifty. A little pricey. Yeah, but um, but if they're reusable, that's not too bad for the kids. No, the
6: hardest thing about it was actually putting the sandwich inside the bag after I assembled.
1: Is it is it a little tight fit? It's a little tight fit. Oh. Okay, so it's not going to work with other types of breads or whatever. Okay, <laughs> interesting. All right. Speaking of that, uh, Chef Patrick, please follow him on Twitter. It's at FoodBizPro or go to FoodBizPro.com. If you are in need of a uh, business consultant, he specializes in food service, but of course can uh, focus on other businesses as well. He's got a spoony website that, albeit has been delayed. Yeah. <coughs> which is frustrating to you and me and others as well. There's
6: a coming soon page there.
1: It is. Yeah, it is coming and it is going to happen. Uh, You start a business, you do things, they get delayed, but um, within a couple of weeks, it's not going to be much longer. Uh, I saw uh, some things about uh, ways people are using their kitchen all wrong. And I thought from a chef's perspective, Mm -hmm. this could be pretty interesting. Some of the things people are not doing right in the kitchen, general things Mm -hmm. like uh, not just like, well, you're using too much salt, but things like even, Like this, tools in your kitchen. Mm
6: -hmm. Well, um, you know, everybody has a preferred way of doing things in in any kitchen or in your kitchen, in your home, in your business. Um, But there are certain things that you really need to do uh, to be able to follow recipes correctly. And one of the big ones is preheating your oven. You know, it says cook something at 400 degrees for an hour. That means cook it at 400 degrees for an hour, not start the oven. And it starts out about 80 degrees.
1: I'm sorry, I gotta stop you right there. Yeah. That crap goes in the oven as soon as I turn it on because I am ready to go. I'm not sitting there waiting to preheat.
6: Ninety uh, percent of the audience is shaking their head and agreeing with you right now.
1: Sorry. I get that in. Um if if I'm supposed to preheat the oven, then the instructions ought to come with a reminder twenty minutes ahead of time. Pre-heat Start the oven. preheating the oven now. Now I try to do that, but um if it's something that's in longer mm-hmm. Where I know, okay, it's going to preheat and it's only going to take a couple minutes, not yeah, a turkey huge turkey gets in there three,
6: four, five hours, Yeah, something like problem. that.
1: But something that's more, uh, they have to be more specific or critical of the time, that is going to affect the dish. Well,
6: and also, if you're, if you're roasting a chicken and you're not going to, you, you should be taking the, the temperature anyway on poultry, but right. it may not cook uh, to the temperature you need to cook to if you're just going to do the prescribed amount of time.
1: That's a good point. I understand mm-hmm. what you're saying there. By the way, I finally, uh, side note, uh, figured out how to actually make a roast in the oven, oh, a did beef you? roast. For, I told it forever. I'm like, my beef roast never come out right. And I just kept practicing. I finally got it down.
2: Explain what's a beef beef roast.
1: Roast beef, oh, basically. Oh, got it. Yeah.
2: Got it, got it, got it.
1: But, I mean, you can roast different type, different cuts of beef mm-hmm. or whatever. But it came down to um, uh, searing it before I put it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I start off, season it real well. Like a chuck roast? Or- yes. Mm-hmm. And just do a hot griddle or pan. Sear all the sides so it's got actually a, oh, like caramelization. a caramelization on it. Then put that in a pan, and I deglaze the pan. Or I, I cook some um, onions mm-hmm. in it. Deglaze the pan with a little wine or some Stomp other acid, but I usually do wine. And then uh, just a little pat of butter. Let the onions cook down. I put that over the roast in the oven, and it's sensational. Absolutely. Oh, I, I've been covering it, though, too. So I cover mm-hmm. it to keep the, the moisture in. And then the drippings I'll use for a gravy or whatever, but it's been great. I've done it a couple times recently.
6: Well, A, it alleviates the gray meat syndrome because any any beef that you just roast in the oven is kind of grayish colored. Um, And then caramelization, there's like, I don't know, a hundred and some odd different flavors that come from... Caramelizing the sugars on the outside of oh. any product, and it changes
1: the whole flavor profile. Interesting. Uh, okay, so one of the other ones. Well, give me some other mistakes that people are making around the kitchen.
6: Probably the most important is, um, the other one was really important. This is the most important. Uh, not preparing raw foods next to already ready to eat or um, cooked foods. Okay. All right, so raw vegetables or things that are already cooked. Don't, don't prepare chicken or fish or something like that in the raw state right next to them. The chances for cross contamination are really high that way.
1: I'm I'm really good about that. I think that was my time uh, spent in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. The the one, eh, you know what? I bet I'm not as good when it comes to beef though. But do you, pork? Do you separate or, or, cutting boards? Me, yeah, I do. Or yeah. I'll clean it between. Mm-hmm. But uh, with chicken, I don't mess around at all. I mean, the chicken yep. is like it's almost like hazmat. It really in is, there for and, me.
6: and it's a big deal. I mean, it it, it causes a lot of a. Uh, distress we'll say
1: and little things like okay great use different cutting board you cleaned or whatever did you clean the knife and did you clean it well did you just wipe it off no or did you use hot you, water you have to thing? use hot water and soap mm-hmm. and rinse the thing off or whatever that makes sense i will bet a lot of people we when i was in detroit there was a local politician uh a councilman who was high profile huge ego and he just do all these facebook live videos and stuff like this and he had lost a ton of weight, and he was all about eating healthy. So he'd do all these healthy cooking videos mm-hmm. and cross-contamination in the, in the videos. He's cutting chicken, raw chicken, and then he turns and cuts the vegetables. I see it
6: all. the I see I see, uh, professionals, cooks, and chefs make mistakes all the
1: time. Interesting. Give me another mistake people are making in the kitchen. All right, big one. Putting knives in a drawer. Sharp oh. knives in a drawer. You can't do that. That's a, that's a safety factor? Yeah, it's safety,
6: and also it's just bad for the blade. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. You can get one of those rails that you put up on the, like the little magnets or you get a
1: butcher block. Cleaning your blender by hand?
6: Yeah, so um the little nooks and crannies in there. Uh-huh. Think about the stuff you put in your blender. It's typically dairy, other things that are really um, you know, potentially dangerous food items. And so you just ta- this is you, hilarious. you take it out and you clean it by hand and then you but you don't pull a rubber seal off of there and you right. clean all that stuff with it. Yeah. It's better to put everything you can in the dishwasher. I just clean the rubber seal by hand and let that dry.
1: Well, and I saw too that they're like, you can even, st- I don't do just this, but I do go ahead and put water in there and turn mm-hmm. it on. Yep. I let it clean itself a little bit. I thought that was me just being lazy. No, no, it helps a Good. lot. Good deal. I right, give me one more. Um,
6: so this is a big pet peeve. Point. Using your, your food processor and blender interchangeably. They're not the same. Oh Yeah. Uh, your blender is to puree things and make a, a paste out of something or a liquid, and the um, the processor is just to chop or dice something up.
1: So, could you use the the food processor? more in place of the blender versus the other way around
6: yeah if you're doing a thicker t- if you're trying to make a thicker liquid like a soup you could yeah. certainly
1: do that where you're just some of that in the, in the, the processor mm-hmm. but it's going to be harder to just chop nuts or stuff like that and process food yeah, in a blender you, you end up with a paste okay basically that makes a lot of sense all right uh get a quick break in then we'll come back with the lightning round some other things going on in the news in the food service world with chef patrick mosher on twitter it's at food the
0: next generation of talk radio the morning blaze with doc thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. You know, Doc Thompson does hold a record for something. The most career firings in a lifetime. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. (laughs) For now.
1: Dive right, now with the lightning round. Other things going on in the news in the food service or food world. Giant avocados, five times the size of standard variety, set to smash the market. In This is Australia, I think.
6: This is in Australia. You know, I guess uh, they got to do it bigger, or better down there.
1: Five times the size. Avocados, four anyways. Pa- four pounds. These, these are the size of a human head. Did you see them? Yeah, they're huge. So... W- Avocados that we have now uh, are bigger mm-hmm. than the avocados maybe 50 years ago, the uh, standard yeah, they're avocado. Twi- they're
6: about twice the size. Mm-hmm.
1: So they're they're making them, they're breeding them a little bigger. But five times? Uh, is this legit? Is this...
6: Yeah, it's it's um, it's a, a breed of, or a t- type of uh, avocado that was bred in South Africa, and then they took it to Queensland, Australia, and started breeding them. They're so they 're so big that out of one half you can get n- one of the restaurant owners that uses them got nine orders of avocado toast out of one half of an avocado
1: oh that 's awesome I mean they 're going to mm-hmm. be expensive or whatever but uh but that would be pretty cool absolutely i and, mean you 're only having to to peel one of them
6: yeah, yeah, the flavor and texture is said to be really really good. Um, one of the problems they are having though is that they 're losing a lot of the fruit so the yield per hectare is actually lower. Because Uh, the weight of the avocado and then they're really large. So they get caught in the breeze and they drop off the tree before you can harvest.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) There's something we anticipate early Americans threw waffle frolic parties to celebrate their love of waffles. You know, I always knew I was born (laughs) in the wrong generation.
6: 17 late 1700s (laughs) or Up, up until the mid 20th century. Up until like oh. the 1950s. but Waffle frolic parties. Waffle frolic parties where they would make all of these side dishes. And then waffles were the centerpiece, kind of the center uh, ingredient or the component of the meal. And they would have these waffle irons uh, and they, they would hold two waffles. And two at a time, you would go and make your waffle over a fire.
1: Okay. And that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, could see, I kind can see first... waffles as being something more modern, but no. Well, we, we talked about
6: the mac and cheese bar. I guess this was like the first... Uh, the first uh, Waffle idea, but for
2: frolic a, a, a an interactive yeah. party for your guest. I was listening to okay,
1: that. Okay, the 1700s sound a little bit better. Yes, they do. You know, <laughs> you think about uh, you know lack of uh, anesthesia and stuff like <laughs> no that. No care. No health. Yeah, I mean whatever. Well, at least people, we got waffles. You know, they're leeching people and vomitoriums and that. But okay, waffles. That's all right. A third of the fish caught never get eaten.
6: Yeah. So that, uh, yeah, that's um that's kind of a serious thing. There there are a few reasons for this a lot are too small. They don't, they're, not, they're not of catch size, so they throw them back, or they're a different species than you're fishing for during that season. And another one is that a lot of these places where they, um, they have kind of primitive fishing techniques, they don't have a way to store the fish cold, so they lose a lot just to spoilage.
1: So if you're doing the, catching the ones that are too small, you're not going to get them to mature, and that screws up the whole cycle.
6: Yeah, but also that they a lot of times when they throw them back they're already dead. I okay, mean, that's so what I mean. So they're, eating,
1: so they're yeah. yeah. So it screws up the cycle, future. You know, fish needs, mm-hmm. and then it's just waste overall. Wow, exactly. that's huge. That is huge. I mean, you if think it was ten percent, that's significant. Think of a business mm-hmm. that has a ten percent loss. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you come in as an expert, and you're trying to turn the business around. If we can cut this loss down by half, yeah. we'll make so much more money. Uh, well, I mean, for waste. a lot of businesses, that's your
6: entire profit is ten percent. With the fish now, if you think about the excess that that we lose between the time of harvest, right, you know when they catch them, and then the rest of the time between, um, you know, catching the fish and then actually putting it on the plate, you probably lose another twenty to twenty five percent due to spoilage and mishandling.
1: Chef Patrick and I a year and a half ago talked about food trends, and one of the Mm -hmm. ones he gave us that continues (laughs) now and it is everywhere, and I saw it recently. Bowl food is the hot new trend where you eat food out of a bowl. Everything's in bowls right now. This has gone beyond America's. Is this over in England is whatever? It's caught on over yeah, there? Yeah,
6: this actually was, at, they served it at the royal wedding, at the latest royal wedding. Um, so in, they had some hors d'oeuvres, p- t- typical past canapé hors d'oeuvres. But then the next course were, were different um, items in bowls that were, that, so you could stand and eat. The thing about that is I want to stand and eat, but where do I hold? If I have the bowl in one hand and a fork in the other, what do I do?
1: Where do I carry my drink? Napkin or your, a, if you need a knife, too, or a, a drink or a whatever. Beverage, yeah. What do I do with my hands? What do I do with my hands? <laughs> what do I do, hands? <laughs> <laughs> I do with my hands? You've got to just give us a third hand. You know, that's all I'm saying. Thank you. Yeah. Right? Um, you told me about this. Mm-hmm. My wife and I stayed at a hotel. Um, one of those nicer uh, mass, you know, hotel, Holiday and Express types, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was It was okay. I don't remember which one it was, but it, we stayed there and they had done away with the A lot of them um, have the continental breakfast that's free mm-hmm. or the waffles you make yourself for free. Now they had one of those, but they made it for you to order, but really? they were all bowls hmm. and it was like a quinoa I power bowl. So I had a quinoa and then an avocado and some other protein and then it had some uh, leafy greens in it. So it was like a power bowl, all real healthy for you. Then they had one that was more oatmeal centric and stuff. So it's in the well. It's
6: it's carried over from that. I mean, you know, we saw it in these restaurants and trendy places doing that. The whole poke bowl, you know, with Mm -hmm. the 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 Hawaiian poke on top, different fish. It's also um, it's it's translated into frozen foods as well. Some of these larger corporations have realized that it's not just a trend; it's sticking. And so they're designing these these foods that are in a bowl. They're served ready to just put in the
1: microwave and eat. You know, the thing about the bowls too. The bowls are a little bit. Casserole esque. What we mm-hmm. used to of casserole. Mm-hmm. I mean, they may not have the same ingredients, but it's same. It's a mash up of of different flavors and stuff. Well, yeah, and it's it's um. I don't know. You don't need a knife and a fork. You just kind of you know pick the bowl up. It's and eat hearty from it. quite it often is. if it has a solid base to it or whatever. Uh, and Patrick and I recently, because we were at the National Restaurant Association a couple of months ago, met a lady who's trying to market some stuff. And we're not going to give you full details because I want to share her on the air down the, the uh, down the road a bit. She's awesome. That she's working on basically bowls that oh, are yeah. uber healthy they oh, taste goodness. amazing and they're low cal they're and you get they're, a whole bowl for 250 calories and they use a grain that you would never expect <clears throat> as their base yeah it's it's amazing mm-hmm. what's being done another headline get our lighting around couples who wash dishes together have better relationships chris cruz do you and your significant other wash dishes together
2: no that's my me time I don't want nobody there.
1: Chris and I have talked about how cleaning is therapeutic for us.
2: Yes. You've t- mentioned I that. I do the
6: same thing. I, I like to sweep the floor in a restaurant at the end of the night with nobody around. It's just, quiet. Let me you, just mm-hmm. concentrate. It's fun because she'd be mm-hmm.
2: like, let me do the dishes. No. No, no. I got, no I got it. I got it. Are you serious? Yep. This is my me time. I, I put on my see. headphones. I disappear. I start. I just go away.
1: There is a certain pride in doing a job like that and cleaning something too mm-hmm. when you're done. That you say, I accomplished something real and I can see it. And you look around the kitchen or the living room or whatever it is that you're cleaning and you go, okay. And now I'm going to turn the light off. It's complete. It's done. Especially
2: if you had like that big messy kitchen when you just got done cooking this big old spaghetti Mm -hmm. bowl. Mm -hmm. You got meatballs everywhere. got sauces. got cheeses everywhere. Everything's half melted. I'm like... Here we go.
1: Here we go. It's on, baby. Boom. And, um, and it's therapeutic uh-huh. because
6: you don't have to think about life a lot. You just focus no, on the task.
1: Exactly.
2: Yes. Exactly. You know, Decompress. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, I was married once before. We did not wash dishes together. Hmm. Oh. In my current marriage, we do not wash dishes together. Is this what's coming? Chef uh, Patrick, you used to be married. Did you wash dishes together? I don't know. Sometimes. I was never home. See? <laughs> Might be a little more to it than yes, that. Yes,
2: yes. Just a little bit more. <laughs>
1: All right. If you want to find out more about <laughs> Chef Patrick? It's at FoodBizPro on Twitter. Please follow him or uh, foodbizpro.com. And of course, uh, if you get a chance, go to spoony.com. Spoony, like spoon with a Y at the end, spoony.com. And the platform's coming real soon. we got some other really cool stuff coming up. All right. So uh, people all around the office tried, and no one could taste any uh, additional flavors or problem with the little bags. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad it didn't taste like What do you got there for us? I brought you something from the Stroop <clears throat> Club. The Strip Club? No,
6: Stroop Stroop, the Stroop is a syrup that they put between waffles in, uh, in the Netherlands. We got that at the Texas
1: Restaurant Association show.
6: Oh. Stroop waffles.
1: Oh, that's right. You were there this weekend or whatever. Yep. So, okay, Awesome stuff. Oh, so the little uh, waffle treats you get. Whatever. Okay, Chris is in. I'm in. He's in. All right, let's go.
0: The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze. On the Blaze Radio Network. The collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc
1: Thompson. What's that? What
2: are you, what are you getting in? Yeah. in? we trending. What I learned
1: today. Oh, good deal. Now's the yeah. time you get a couple more in and uh, yeah. really put it over the and top.
2: Push it and <laughs> push it. You know what I think it was? It was the rock jump.
1: Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. That thing's really
2: Yeah. People were like, whoa. Oh, by the way, hurt yesterday? Yeah. Did there may be more me? to
1: the story. <laughs> there may be more coming.
2: It's funny. Did you see? You probably did see it because you tweeted it out. Mm-hmm. But that guy had the same situation. Oh, he, yeah. I retweeted. Yeah. yeah. you retweeted. He goes two times in a row now at Logan Airport, no cars ready for pickup and waiting in line with 10 other people. I love waiting at 1 a.m. in the morning. As Jerry Seinfeld said, you can take the reservation, but you just can't hold the reservation. reservation.
1: Which, by the way, bad enough if they don't have any cars because then you're screwed. That's a problem, sure. But I hate it. Yeah, and you're like, okay, now I have nothing to do. I made a reservation or whatever. The problem is, for me, was the upsell then. Where they tried to get extra money. Yeah, the 12 bucks. I felt cheated on the thing. Yes. And and I was. Um,
2: Oh, yeah,
1: 100%. One of their arguments, the guy at the counter with me was, well, you made the reservation yesterday. Okay. It was less than 24 hours. So? I get that. And here's one other thing. Sometimes people don't return the cars. So if they say, we got 100 cars out. Okay. And they're all due back tomorrow. Okay. And we have 100 reservations. We're good. Yes. But somebody didn't bring theirs back. Yes. Oh, somebody's no, on the other end.
2: And I get that. Sure. But it is not a pass. I am it is sorry. not a pass.
1: F- work the problem. Yes. And the problem is, does it cost them any more if I rent a nicer car? If they give me a nicer mm-hmm. car. Now, in the grand scheme of things, they had to purchase that car for more, and they're planning on renting it for more and so on. Got
2: but it. To get the money back, yeah.
1: But here and there... It's not a problem. Not with the amount of times they rent the car and they rent them and they have the upsells on other stuff or whatever. Work it into the model and that's Mm -hmm. what you have to figure out a system. You can create a system. So I got a couple of other messages yesterday from Hertz (laughs) and I think it's because they finally clued into... Oh, oh, when Doc talks about us on the air and tells the story that's bad for us. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. And they started Whoop whoop, we're sorry to hear. Did you rent a car? Mm. You know, how much was your damage? Did you have an Uber? So I think they may try to make uh make good.
2: I'm sorry that something you did have an Uber? That'll be 20
1: bucks. No, I told him, I said I didn't, but you know what? My time is worth more than the Uber. My walking my ass <laughs> well, at seven miles is going to be I worth d- than the mo- Uber.
2: I drove you, so I, went up, I want some, some gas you, oh, money. that's right. You had to drive I me twice. I drove you th- twice. twice. The second time, absolutely. So I want some gas money from, from Hertz. Because you drove I'm me hurt. yesterday when yes. I went to Enterprise.
1: That's yes. true. Um, so that's a good point. But I, <laughs> it's still out. We'll see where they take this thing, but... I got brilliant. a lot, so many words, yes. so many words, yeah. direct message where they're like, oh, this is bad. So stand by. There's likely to be an update coming <laughs> soon. And if they, if they do what's right, mm-hmm. if they compensate me for that stuff, mm-hmm. I will talk about it and t- say, say the course. truth. That's not to say they have changed their model or no. it won't happen in the future. No. And I'm not going to no. suddenly endorse them. No, They have to, before I start saying, Hey, it looks like that won't happen to you with Hertz they're going to have to show me what their model how they change their model mm-hmm. if they want to have this happen in the future and then compensate everybody above and beyond like they did me maybe that's their model i'm just going to tell the truth about this stuff
2: yep you got a lot of tweets coming in via what i learned today tj toppin saying strip club strip club no matter what you call it it's still 20 bucks same, same as, downtown. as
4: downtown
1: that's right <laughs> did you see um the picture I tweeted yes, yesterday I did. of the Trump being beheaded. Yes. This and is called the One Grand Gallery. That's in One Grand Gallery. And I think it's at One reach. Grand Gallery. Is there Twitter? Yes,
2: at Grand. Yep.
1: Yes. In Portland, Oregon. Are we tweeted I, again? Yeah, I put it there on it Facebook is. too, but I posted on Twitter and I put uh, Poland. That got a little typo there. But anyway. Oh, it, yeah. Yeah. anyway but it's in portland and this is part of an exhibition they have Mm -hmm. where they are it's all anti-trump stuff. yes okay you're an art gallery and you want anti-trump fine you want pro-trump i stand by your right to do this go for it and i stand by your right to be outrageously wrong troubling with the thing that they put in the window and that is a picture of president trump Mm. a um, a drawing of him being beheaded Mm. Not having been beheaded like Kathy or whatever. No. Them a knife sawing his neck, blood spewing out, blood coming out from his right nostril. I mean, and then it says F Trump, huge. The I think the actual that, word. Yeah, yeah, it says it out. And this is on the window. It's huge. Yes. And I just asked online, is this acceptable?
2: Okay. And would
1: this be acceptable if it would have been Obama? Mm. You know the number of times I say that, very few. But imagine the backlash. And I would have called out people and said, this is not right. You have the right to do it. I will fight for your right to do something so reprehensible. If the government wants to stop, if the Secret Service is investigating, if there is a backlash where people are saying, boycott Portland or this, whatever, I wouldn't stand for it. Make your own decisions. Vote with your dollars. You don't need backlashes and marches and whatever else. But having said that. Maybe as individuals, we should be better. Maybe as individuals, we say, that's not right. Maybe if you have a friend who's the artist, you go, Pete, what are you doing here? What do you, what do you hope to accomplish with an artistic work showing the president having his head sawed off? What are you doing? What good are you doing? Are you a, just an artist and you're trying to reflect the times? We already have a picture of Kathy Griffith doing that. You didn't need to do this. This is your anger because you hate him and you're making a political statement. So I ask you again then, with your political statement, what do you hope to accomplish? It's not just showing the times you're making a statement that you hate him. Got it. We know you hate him. We know lots of people hate him. There are things about him I hate, things about him I love. What is your goal here? to change minds some art inspires is this inspiring anybody inspiring you to what to saw the president's head off is it inspiring you to be better no it's playing to the lowest common denominator as it is individuals you need to clean up your act we all do for the people that go to this gallery that hate trump and that would likely be everybody or damn near everybody it's in portland it's an art gallery It has a beheading of the president on the window. Probably going to be primarily people that are progressive going. Are you changing any minds? No, everybody that goes in is just like, right on. I hate that SOB too. That's it. Actually, I probably shouldn't be that accent. It would be like, we hate the president too. Because they're like snotty French people, right? Or they would be, (laughs) it's fabulous, we hate him too, let's cut his head off. With sprinkles. With sprinkles. No, you're preaching to the choir there. And you're actually ginning them up. You're ginning them up to be the worst version of themselves. Now, I stop at saying you're going to gin them up to the point that they would do something like this. Because if they ever did, ultimately the responsibility is theirs not to do it. But you are inspiring them to be the worst versions of themselves that makes this acceptable, that gives a pass to the other people somewhat. It's still their responsibility, but this is not good. Now to people on the right or people in the middle, does anybody see this story in the news? Anybody walking down the streets of Portland that sees this? Anybody pops into the gallery, anybody become aware of this at all that says, Oh I used to love that guy. But now that I see you saw in his head off in such a graphic display with your art, I say we have to impeach this guy or I'm not going to vote for him next time. Or I realize that he colluded with Russia or whatever craziness you're believing on. Have you changed any minds, even one with this? No, you're not changing even one mind that previously liked Trump or tolerated him. You're not doing any of that. You are simply being a (laughs) douchebag. Is that not what they're doing? Yes. When I rip on these people, we're doing satire. And you may argue it's not doing any good in the world. Maybe it's not. But at least we have a point to it. We're being satirical. We're showing you the failures of thought. We're showing you the failures of execution or how people are acting. We're making a point. What is your point in creating art that saws the president's head off? What are you doing? You're being the worst version of yourself and inspiring people to be the worst versions of themselves. When we are satirical and we mock, we do a couple of things. We talk about topical issues, so there is a level of information being exchanged. In the mocking process, it's a pressure valve. It's blowing steam off. It's allowing people to laugh. Laughter's good. Laughter's great. Laughter is the thing that says, okay, let's all calm down here as part of the, I can deal with this now. Because if you don't have that pressure valve, it's just anger. It's just more of this. This isn't even a pressure valve. Oh, he expressed himself and he got that anger out. Nope. This just begets more anger. Well, I don't want any boycotts, not that any, anybody boycotting that's going to affect them because they're going in that art gallery as it is, and I, it's not the city of Portland's fault or other people that go in there, and while I stand by the artist's right to be wrong, it starts with us. These people that are calling out Trump and acting so ridiculous, it starts with you. It starts with your actions. People on the right, it starts with you. It starts with our actions. How we? If we are not good people, we do not make good choices. If we do not make good choices, it's garbage in, garbage out. So you're frustrated that that reprehensible person is president. You're being reprehensible. Even if a lot of people are saying, you're fabulous and I agree with you, you're not reprehensible with sprinkles, he deserves it. Even if they're saying that, there's a lot of people that are think, that think you are being reprehensible. Imagine meeting somebody that for whatever the reason, you're on your best behavior. Like me, when I meet coworkers of my wife or friends of hers or people in the community, I'm on my best behavior. I keep some of my opinions to myself for her sake. I'm on my best behavior. It's uh, time and place, as we say. You go into a funeral. Unless you know the people there appreciate certain types of morbid humor, maybe you don't act morbid. My family, some people I know, it's going to be great. It's actually going to help them. So imagine you're on your best behavior. Maybe that's how we start approaching some of this stuff. You're getting ready to put up a picture or even draw a picture because the art gallery displayed it. The guy didn't just create it. The art gallery displayed it. Maybe you... Um, Try to be on your best behavior. There's no other. There's no other message that artist could have made, Chris.
2: Yeah, and in in looking at that picture, what does that do? It only fuels the left. The,
1: the best you could say is that it's. I'm just expressing uh, the sign of the times. I'm okay. reflecting the sign of the times. Okay. But that already exists in spades. Yes. By the way, reflecting the sign of the times worked better 200 years ago when we didn't have social media that's documenting everything. You don't need to document. It's already documented. Yes. What's new about that? There's nothing. Nothing.
2: And by the way, what happened? (gasps) I get it. Trump could be a sexist pig, a horrible human being. Let's say it's all true. Let's say it's all true. Do you really wish a person. This is the people that were supposed to care about other people. Do you really wish a person to be decapitated? Haven't we learned from ISIS that decapitated journalists over there in the Middle East? And we saw those horrible videos. You know how much force it takes to decapitate someone? Right. And this is what you want. The guy that is president of your country. <laughs> yes, you might not call him president, but guess what, sweetheart? He's still your president.
1: And even if, okay, so that isn't what you want. You're just, it's just art. It's not real or whatever. Okay. Maybe you want to do something good. You were not clever enough. Is that it? To create a piece of art that not only speaks to the people that are in your camp, Mm -hmm. where they're like, wow, that is a, that expresses our problems with the president, not just wanting violence. It expresses the reason we object to him. That somebody on the right would also go, wait a minute, wait a minute. I hadn't thought about that. That's a really good point. Now I understand you a little bit. What is the purpose of your art? We got to be better. Anyways, uh, it'll be interesting to see how this is displayed. Of course, the hypocrisy will will be everywhere. The people on the right will be triggered by this. The people on the left will go, how dare you? It's just art. And they'll make excuses and and say it's fine. And then at some point, someone will do that to Hillary Clinton or whatever else and it'll be flipped the other side. And at
2: the end of the day, what did we accomplish? More division. More division. Actually, we we did accomplish something. We accomplished more division. That's it. Because the left will go more to the left. The the right right will go go more more to to the the right. right. And the middle people, like the normal America will be like, I, don't I know. just I just so want to live my words, life. So I just want to live my life. They
1: de- they right they they pull out they disconnect. Yep, the whole thing. Spy Master is the summer's must-read thriller. It's the latest from New York Times uh, best-selling author Brad Thor again. His latest is called Spy Master, and it's available wherever books are sold. You can check it out. Uh, I've been told by uh, numerous people that are Brad Thor fr- fans that this is this is it. This is the high water mark. In fact, he's getting a lot of reviews about it that way as well. A rumor. A remote cabin in Norway, and an American intelligence operative charged with stopping the next world war before it begins. Counterterrorism expert Scott Harvath's mission is one of the deadliest he has ever undertaken. The real spy, uh, the real book spy says, Spymaster is filled with enough action for two books and is the most gripping (laughs) novel of Brad
2: Thor's iconic career. It's it's tall praise. Not only he wrote one book, but this one book is able to have... Enough for two. Enough for two books? Yep. Come
1: on. Washington Post says Thor convincingly portrays Russia as a reborn Cold War era evil empire hell-bent on reconquering its former territory. It's almost like (laughs) Brad is keyed into current events here. Yes. He turns... I think he writes... Uh, about a book a year, I think he's able to turn them out oh, like that, awesome. which is amazing. That that's is awesome. such a talent.
2: A thriller, yes, that's awesome.
1: In Skyma- in uh, Spymaster, uh, Scott Harvath proves more cunning, more dangerous, and more lethal than ever before. Read Spymaster by Brad Thor. It's on sale now wherever books are sold. Check it out. I can. I, I have such. Um, admiration for people who can write stories I mean I can write a little bit we do some you know parody stuff like this I even have ideas that go through my head that would make a good novel but to be able to tell that story like they do you know the whole thing with all the detail and actually write it and put it is uh, I don't know how they do it it's very very difficult check it out today it's called spy master get your tweets in in the meantime with the hashtag what I learned today it's not sugarcoated.
0: it's not fluff it's just the truth The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Instead of punching a total stranger this morning, punch these numbers into your phone. 888-900-3393. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson.
1: Pat Gray just popped in to borrow a pen. (laughs) Thanks for the pen. It's $14, same as downtown. He's, uh, he'll be uh, joining you on the air the, today, back in the house, because he was off yesterday, right? Yeah,
2: he had uh, this little sickness the problem, so he yeah. was off
1: or whatever. Um, I think he has a lot of sickness, but one that kept him out of work uh, <laughs> yesterday. But he'll be back on the air. That oh. is noon to three Eastern time, right here on the Blaze Radio Network. And Love that's pack, how right? you
2: know we're live, because <clears throat> Pat came in. That's another to way. Ask we have these pen. constant
1: watermarks now, yes. otherwise, we're accused of not being. Yes. Uh, love the Pat Gray. Pat Gray oh. is one of the uh, the finest people. Have you I, noticed I that know.
2: ever since he started doing the Pat Gray Unleashed, mm-hmm. like he it's has been unleashed? Yes,
1: he's uh, Pat, Pat. There, there are. You know, they say um, character is what you do when people aren't watching. Okay, there, Pat is is one of those guys that uh, he's doing the right things. Yeah, I mean, when, yeah. you're, when you're not watching little things yeah. where he doesn't know people's one, I'm like, wow, Pat. Pat gets it. I, oh I love yeah,
2: the he's awesome, and um, so, I'm gonna go work for him.
1: You mean in addition to your current duties? Yeah,
2: I don't know about that. I see more future with Pat. You know what? Than I, I see want
1: what's you. best for you, and if that helps, that's great. Okay, Kirk. Um, there's a uh, there's an opening apparently. <laughs> Oh, I'm all over it. (laughs) Everyone knows I'm not hiring Kirk. (laughs) I don't know. I still have a job here, honestly. I mean, even Mordecai is better at that point.
2: Mordecai, yes. Anyway,
1: so Donald Trump uh, in Helsinki talking to Putin. Yes. Triggered. People are saying he called out the intelligence community in America he uh, he was all wrong. It was treasonous. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. talked about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was not. I don't think it was treasonous. No. I didn't like some of what he said. It still was not proof of collusion or treason or any mm-hmm. of this. I thought he was troubling. I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt in saying maybe he was still um, working Putin, trying to play mm-hmm. palsy-walsy so he could, for the purpose of negotiations, end up in a better position down the road. Um, Trump has now cleaned some of it up. Mm-hmm. Cleaned some of it up. And we have some audio where he explains what the problem was. People misunderstood what he was saying. Oh, He misspoke with just a couple of words. Just yes. a couple of, here we go,
5: listen. Came to me, Dan Coates came to me and some others. They said they think it's Russia. Uh, I have uh, President Putin. Uh, he just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. I have full faith and support for America's great intelligence Okay, hold on,
1: hold on, real quick. Did you hear the first part?
5: Yes, I, I heard know the first part. why it would be. It would be, That was from the yes. press conference. Yes.
1: Okay, that was him at the press conference, what he said. I don't know why it would, would be, be Russia. Russia. Okay, here you go.
5: He's always had, and I have felt very strongly that while Russia's actions had no impact at all on the outcome of the election, let me be totally clear in saying that and I've said this many times, I accept our intelligence community's conclusion that Russia's meddling in the 2016 election took place. Okay. To other people also. Uh, there's a lot of people out there. Uh, there was no collusion at all. And people okay, have seen that. Right. They've seen that strongly. The mm-hmm. House has already come out very strongly on that. A lot of people have come out strongly on that. I thought that I made myself very clear by having just reviewed the transcript. Now I have to say, I came back and I said, what is going on, what's the big deal? So I got a transcript, I reviewed it, I actually went out and uh, reviewed a clip of uh, an answer that I gave, and I realized that there is a need for some clarification. It should have been obvious. I thought it would be obvious, but I would like to clarify just in case it wasn't. In a key sentence in my remarks, I said the word would instead of wouldn't. Oh! The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't. Or why it wouldn't be Russia. Oh, so,
1: okay. Stop right there. Could you start at the beginning again? Here's what he said. So he meant to say wouldn't or would not. And he said would. Listen, here's the beginning where he it was at the press conference. Here we go.
5: The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't or why no, it wouldn't No, no, the beginning of the
1: be- whole clip, whole clip where he first started during the press conference. Listen, here we go.
5: Came to me, Dan Coats came to me and some others. They said they think it's Russia. Uh, I have uh, President Putin... Uh, He just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. I have full Right
1: there. So there it is. Yeah. It could happen to anybody. It could. It's almost like saying, I don't know what the definition of is is. Yes. It's almost like that. It can can be caught up in any of this stuff. Wow. Um, I thought at first people misheard him. Mm-hmm. but he's admitting he misspoke. Because sometimes okay. if you get that earwax build up in your ear, you mishear people. Okay, This could be an international crisis if you're Ooh. not able to communicate Yes, at, at that level, or maybe a big problem in your office. Make sure you're communicating properly and hearing people properly. Part of communication mm-hmm. by cleaning out that earwax or any other gunk in there. And you mm-hmm. can do that safely, effic- efficiently, and effectively with the uh, WaxRx system. You just go to Use WaxRx. You buy the system. Use the promo code radio. It'll be shipped to your door absolutely free, and you can use it over and over again And various family members. Three-step system with the eardrops that soften the earwax and help loosen everything up in there. The specially designed pump that was designed by doctors to flush it out and the pH balance rinse that leaves your ears soft and supple. And Order supple. today at usewaxrx.com That's usewaxrx.com with the promo code radio. Get it today. Uh, I want to do with my hands saying hearts
2: hurts the hot and ready car rental industry. Hurts is the hot and ready car the record.
1: hot and ready car the yeah I thought about that they're kind Did of the at too <sighs> for now we'll for see. now thank you we'll see thank the you thank you back.
0: this is the morning blaze with doc thompson only on the blaze radio network collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson.
1: I've been told that Mordecai a.k.a. Martin a.k.a. Joel Ruben Ruben is currently working on gathering up the best tweets from the program yeah what people have learned to do he's yes. gathering them for the show close because at the end we take the best of the best we as do. determined by mordecai yes and as i say that you're probably going really those are the best of the best he's good it sounds like he's just grabbing randomly because he's you know not effectively doing his job and we've thought that too yes so um there may have to be a meeting about this that he spends a little more time going through those because he's yeah. not doing anything else he just no. sat down here using non-balm shot balm. did you see that triggering me did you see that
2: it was a non-bomb shot.
1: Right, exactly. He's here right in front of us, and I'm like, "Get the bomb shot!" Who told you to put that bomb on? So, Thank oh, you. This guy is just not getting it done. No. Kirk Jones is starting to look good. That's
2: well, <laughs> give, me, give me, some sad tweets. things are falling around <laughs> The here. gay punching guy is sounding much better than the non-gay That's punching right. guy. <laughs> You're wow. Mystery.
1: I just learned that today. Wow. Write it down. <laughs> All right, well, I've been told by Mordecai that he is working right now. Yes. To step it up a level.
2: At 8.30 Eastern, that's when he's going to start gathering the best tweets out of the last two and a half hours. We'll let you
1: determine at the end. Yes, please let us know. So step it up, get some more in, hashtag what I learned today. Chris will share a couple of them with you right now to let you know what we're looking for.
2: Uh, Scruffy her saying, Doc, when the left misspeaks... Mm We are expected to accept the correction and move on. Right. Hashtag just a progressive.
1: That's a good point. Um, Trump, he misspeaks. Are we supposed to accept that or not? Because I got to tell you, as I listen to both of it back and forth. Do you believe it? You know, I can see that he is likely full of crap. (laughs) I mean, is it possible? Of course. Yes, that's what's so wonderful about yes. it. Yes. Wonderful from the from the political standpoint. Yes. His people running around going, oh, this is taking us down. You this is won. really bad for us. He didn't get the job no. down in Helsinki. No. He came off a good NATO meeting, and wow, this is not quite right. What can we do? Mm. Definition of is is. No, I meant to say would not. And when you listen back, you're like,
2: that's plausible. Yeah, of course. And yes. that's all they want. That's one of the things that Trump <laughs> is able to be king of. Pla-
1: plausible deniability, He's, plausible uh, explanation. What about when he taught, when he
2: told Megyn Kelly about the bleeding through the you-know-what?
1: He always takes it to the edge where you know, but he has plausible deniability in that scenario. Hey, I didn't say
2: wouldn't. I'm sorry, I didn't say wouldn't. I should have said wouldn't.
1: You can tell by his inflection yes. he probably didn't mean that you know, whatever. That's the reason I'm calling him out on this. It's great political spin, but he's full of crap here. That's this. That's all it is. It's political spin. He's lying. Um, that's what I believe here. What's going to happen is people on the left, it won't matter. They're going to be like, we know what he meant and I not what didn't matter, whatever. This yep. will actually trigger them more people on the right. This gives his base the ability to go, oh, I was a little worried there, but he meant would not. I can't. And they'll, They'll help keep them in the camp. People in the middle, maybe it persuades. I'm not sure how many people are left in, quote unquote, the middle anymore. Mm. But they were also triggered by something else. Yes, they at were the, At the meeting. But before I get to that, I have to tell you about Extraordinary Delights. What is that? EODFudge.com. Oh. Extraordinary Delights at EODFudge.com. If you go there, whatever you order, you get 10% off if you use the promo code Blaze. Yes. Yes. It is such a cool company with such a great story.
2: I love how you say whatever you get there because everything that they got there is worth it.
1: I'm gonna tell you right now. I've said this in the year before. I'm not a candy fan. No, you're not. No, nope. I love sweets and I love to eat. You do. I like some candies. I usually want there to be flour with my sugar. Mm. donuts pastries that's where i had them mm-hmm. i'm more yeah. of that i do like some candies whatever uh and normally people bring a can i'm like oh that's good you know i like that one or this one whatever but it's i don't lead with it mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. stuff at eod fudge and we said this when they first called oh, in so build on our america. Our Building america mm-hmm. segment is amazing i don't know this is going to sound ignorant or okay. you're not going to understand it until you try their products when you try them everything tastes fresh
3: now, I know that's
1: weird coming from candy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what stale candy tastes like or whatever if it's extreme. But most candy, it's okay. It's candy. You know, you can see if it's old chocolate where the sugar starts dusting on the outside. Mm-hmm. It starts, you know, changing, oxidizing. Mm-hmm. That's not... This is just really fresh because they they that's one of the things they pride themselves on. Uh, fresh, real ingredients, not a bunch of uh, preservatives, anything like that. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I tried that I loved... I don't even remember what they call them. They're the little caramel discs that have pecans on the backside. Yeah. They're kind of like a uh, praline or something, but they're more chewy. Yes. They're not as as crunchy as like some of the pralines or or a brittle or something, but they've got the the pecans on the back. Sensational. Amazing. One of... Now... Probably the best candy I've ever had. Really? I'm trying to think, from the quality standpoint, without Mm -hmm. question. Now, you may like certain types of candy better. What are those called? By Gophers. Gophers? Yep. Listen, when you go to EODFudge.com, go for the gophers. (laughs) Go for the gophers at EODFudge.com. They're so
2: good. They are so good. But you would be
1: thrilled to go there and order their products for that by itself. But if you remember the story of Aaron Hale the founder of the company, along with his wife, Michaela. He was the army chef who became the explosive ordnance disposal team leader Mm. who was blown up in 2011 serving his country. And he lost his eyesight, which would be horrible. And then he got an infection and lost his hearing. I, when I hear that, I get the same panic attack I get inside when I thought about those kids being rescued in the cave. Oh, yeah. time, Where when you really think about it, you start going, oh, my gosh. I can put my... And I, and I, I would panic. i panic for him yes. when I think about this. Yes. I could theoretically deal... It would be difficult deal with the loss of a sense like that, hearing or, or sight. Maybe but both. man, to be both would just... Incredible. He managed to get partial, limited hearing back in one ear. hmm And he struggles with it, but... The guy is so inspirational, but not even somebody like the Tony Robbins. Like, I'm going to go out there and inspire people with this. (laughs) He just is. Yes. Aaron is awesome. He's just that guy. He's just your a-hole friend. Right? He's the guy in the bar busting your balls. Yep. He's the, right? That's what he is. He's just the guy you hang out with, whatever. Comes in and he goes... We should go running next time in town. I'm like, oh, I hate you so much. Wait a minute, I run hate it. you
2: so much. You're blind and deaf. How can you just you, you run? saying that
1: right there? That's such an a hole move. <laughs> and I was like, now nah, I'm going to be on the hook for this thing. i be like, Aaron, slow down, slow down. <laughs> and he can't hear you. I'll be back. I'll be going. I lost him. I lost him. You mean he's lost in the woods? No, 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 no he's no, way no. the hell ahead of me. Yes, yes. He took off. I can't
2: see him anymore. And he's
1: gone down the road. Awesome story, good family, oh, and yeah. great products at the company. It's the the people like we uh, the people that we like doing business with. Mm-hmm. eodfudge.com. eodfudge.com. Please order today. Use the offer code blaze and you'll be happy you did. All right, on to the more triggering of the anti-Trump people because of the meeting he had where he floated that BS line that he meant <laughs> to say would not, which by the way, I'm sure is some sort of hashtag today. Yes. Yes. And I'm sure moving forward this is going it to be, be. a punchline. Is a new coffee. <clears throat> right. The new is, is, it'll be something people reference. When you run down all of Obama's failures and triggering moments or whatever, mm-hmm. this is going to be one of theirs yes. on the left yes. or whatever. Yes. But Agreed. there was more at the meeting.
2: Yes, there was. He had, like anybody has a speech written out, a script. And in big, bold letters, there is there was no collusion.
1: Okay, so they the camera got a shot of the notes. Mm-hmm. Was it from behind or was it...
2: This is from from the front. So if oh, you look at the it... Front. Yes, okay. from the front. So okay, they were able to flip so it and turn it. They were able to flip wow, it and turn, turn it. I know, that's what I'm saying. And that is something that I do with anything <clears throat> Trump. I do the same thing. I want to know because if we know Trump, everything has a reason why he's out there. Right. So they zoomed in and he crossed a line. And then on the second top paragraph. He says, crossed out
1: one of the typed yep. prepared notes and put yep. in there handwritten was, black sharpie. There, there was, was no collusion.
2: collusion. Okay. Now here's the problem
1: with collusion. Doc. He spelled collusion wrong.
2: He spelled collusion wrong. And people were triggered because he spelled collusion
5: wrong.
1: Okay. I just tried to spell it and I left out one L. Okay. And it autocorrected for me yes. to the proper spelling. How did he misspell it?
2: Because it was handwritten.
1: But what did he misspell? What was the? How was? The, how did he spell it? C
2: O L U S I left out an L Oh, he, he, left he butchered out it there. Yeah, did he just
1: leave one out. Yeah, or he, left he it out? just left
2: one out. So here's the thing. Yeah, okay. Those are personal notes. If you look through my notes, there's many misspelled words. I'm just taking notes, so I don't see why people are so triggered where he put. There was no collusion in let's, all cases. Let's
1: say it's it wasn't a typo. Let's say it, he absolutely misspelled and does not know how to spell the word collusion. Okay. And?
2: Oh, he's a dumb. No.
1: A lot of smart people don't spell well. Yes. And you could be smart in a lot of different ways. Yeah. I'm a poor speller. I've gotten better, but I'm a poor speller. Um, what does that mean? Right? <laughs> um, had Has Obama ever misspelled a word? <laughs> Okay, maybe he hasn't. Do you remember when he said um, the Marine Corps? Yeah. Remember that? Ooh. That's a little... That's beyond misspelling a word. That's a little offensive to people. What
2: about 57 states?
1: Okay, and I although I had fun ripping on yeah. him for that, I even said, listen, man, the guy got tongue-tied on this yeah. speech because you're counting and you're going, I was at... Uh, Three less than fifty, so that's seven, and I have two more. Uh, okay. Of the fifty, 50 states, percent. I was at fifty seven. Yeah. You didn't go four. Yeah. It happens. It's I'm sure the guy can do basic math. Oh, of course. I'm sure he can, you know, subtract three from fifty, and I'm sure he knows there are fifty states. Thank you. Come on. I get it, and it's a joke, and it was fun. Marine Corps, I'll give you you didn't know that. You should have known that dumbass. You're you're an attorney. You're running for president. It's one of the five branches of the military, and you don't
2: know Marine Corps. And that's one something that they take seriously. They when you, take it seriously. When you're the gonna be corps commander and chief. Corps. <clears throat> the Marines are the ones that take that very seriously.
1: And and I get it. Listen, you're on the line, you're serving, you've made a commitment here. Fine. But even that, I will say, you are a dumbass. It doesn't disqualify you from being an attorney or president, no, whatever. No. We all make mistakes all the yes, time. Yes. Trump was likely spinning and lying to you when he said, I meant to say would not. I was not tremendous when I did not not say not. And is, is. I uh, I get, he was wrong. He likely lied. I'm mm-hmm. calling him out for that. I called him out for the wrong. I gave him the benefit of the doubt yes. on maybe he's playing trial. I laid it all out there. Yes. Stop with this stuff. He yeah. didn't know how to spe- spell collusion.
2: Who cares? Well, there was another one. That he triggered, um, Christina Wilkie. You know Christina Wilkie. She tweets out and says, no. "Oh my! The only line Trump crossed out of his talking points appears to say anyone involved in that meddling to justice
1: will get justice." Anyone? Yes.
2: So he crossed out anyone involved in that meddling to, to justice. justice. So that doesn't it, make sense. But but she it. says, so it seems that Trump did not want to say that those, those involved, involved in, in the, the meddling, meddling will be brought to justice. Well,
1: it's not clear that he actually wrote that. But even if he did, so maybe he it doesn't mean he doesn't want them brought yes. to justice. It could mean I just don't want to say that now because I've got to focus on something else. Talk about the collusion for whatever the reason doesn't mean he, he didn't cross out. I and he didn't cross out, I'm going to hold them accountable to I'm going to give anybody a free pass. Yeah. He didn't say that. No. He just didn't want to comment on that no. if that's actually what he crossed out. Exactly.
2: <coughs> and uh, there's no story. Just it, here's the thing it's like, oh, I see this all the time, speech from CNN. It's like, to go out there, oh, he's going to do it wrong, 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 wrong. Can we give him a chance? We've done it. Doc, we did not support him. I did not. And
1: what did I tell you? I vote on track record. Yeah. He had limited track record to no none record. In public office. Yep. The only track record he had is his business and donations and, and people he supported Yep. with his dollars. That's he supported it. the Clintons, whatever those things gave me a whole lot of pause and said, I can't support him. Now the guy has a track record and now you have to add it up and we have held him accountable for the track record. This stuff was good. This stuff was bad. Um, Yeah. Stop with this nonsense. When you're writing notes to yourself, are your notes always spelled properly? No. Are they always legible? No. You never abbreviate. I use squiggly lines. I write. I use little graphs, symbols for stuff. I do too. I abbreviate ways that you would never abbreviate.
2: I ran out of space for capitalism. I put "ca" because I know that means capitalism in my brain.
1: When I write notes. And what I do is I go through news stories, mm-hmm. and I copy and paste the entire story into a Word document that I have on my computer. It's how mm-hmm. I do. And it's a basic flow of what we'll talk about today, these different topics. I get rid of things I know I'm not gonna. that are not going to pertain to the story. I'll put quotes in certain colors so I can easily find them with my eyes. I'm like, that person said this. But I abbreviate all kinds of stuff. Yeah. If, if somebody is 18 years of age or 18 years old, Friday leftovers, a 23-year-old man, I do 23YO. Mm, I don't know if that's it. I Mm. abbreviate every state always because it saves space on Mm -hmm. mine. Okay. Mm -hmm. I abbreviate um, Louisiana, LA, which means I also do LA is LA, but I know which, whether it's a state or whatever. Uh, New York is always NYC. Yes. So I know it's a city. I abbreviate all, all kinds of stuff in my notes. Those are the typed ones. But the written notes, when I leave, write stuff for myself, nobody can even read it. Mm-mm. They're not even real letters. Mm-mm. No. Like, I'll I'll meld four letters together in a yeah. squiggly line. It looks like I'm writing in Arabic.
2: Yeah. Well, here, for example, I, I put people are. But that to you, that looks like people ape.
1: I believe that. I don't even know what that is. What, <laughs> what? is that word? Today? Yeah, today. Oh, I believe that today. Okay, I'm reading Chris's notes. People ape. <laughs> being okay and then i would go back and say oh maybe that means R or something yeah. i don't know is that what is that bear because because they
2: exactly have ha
1: up <laughs> h-a space UP. UP. up yeah that looks like a up and yeah. then ivory no nope. I- i'mery money money uh, that word is illegible. <laughs> that is, that's Farsi. Just, it's just squiggly lines. Two C A. That Thanks. two is a little sketchy.
2: <laughs> but see, I know what I'm, I know what it means.
1: Right, you're writing for it's, yourself. It, I'm
2: writing for myself. So can we just stop it?
1: You're, that that's how you know you're being ridiculous. And yes. And what that does is it it yes. allows you. You think you're you're taking this guy down for whatever the reason. You're showing what an idiot is or anything like this. No, what you're doing is not only creating the divide, but you're taking the focus off of the things that you think are yep. real concerns that the guy is back to treasonous yep. or whatever. Yep. If you really believe those, why are you letting him off of the hook of treason? Do you know what you're accusing somebody of when you say treason? you know how serious that is? You've just allowed the spotlight to be taken off of that, that, you know what? The guy can't spell the word collusion. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you hurt your own case? Why would you look ridiculous to people in the middle and people on the right? Instead of being consistent that this is a problem and if there is fire where you have claimed smoke, hold him accountable. (laughs) So uh, we got that ape today then? Yes. Is that coming up? Is that good? Okay, good. (laughs) Get your tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. Morikai is still pouring over them or has went to get himself... A breakfast sandwich? in the commissary. <laughs> it's one of the two. I can't be sure. While he's doing that and while you're preparing your four final tweets, let me remind you to pick up uh, Brickhouse Nutrition's Field of Greens today at brickhousedoc.com. It is a product that allows you to get a daily dose of uh, the vegetables that you need, not just the vitamins, the supplements, which can be helpful at times. Don't you want the real deal? These are powdered vegetables. Without having to eat the vegetables because you don't like them, you don't have time, you don't want to spend the money, whatever it is, just go to BrickHouseDoc.com and order Field of Greens. You take a scoop of it, you mix it with water. They recommend eight ounces, or you can mix it with other liquids, a little bit less, a little bit more, whatever you want. Drink it down, and you get a full uh, portion, a full supply in every scoop of what you're supposed to be eating to make your life healthier and happier at Brickhouse Nutrition's. Field of Greens, BrickHouseDoc.com. Order it today. It's it's awesome. You can uh, lie to your kids, tell them it's Hulk juice. Oh,
2: I do that all the time. That is one lie that I love saying to my son.
1: It's Hulk juice. Hulk juice. Are you still buying it? Oh, yeah. Awesome oh, yeah. good deal, good deal oh, yeah. get them to eat their vegetables because they don't want to do it quite often, mm-hmm. and you probably don't either. keep some at work it's an easy meal replacement for you too because it's going to fill you up because of the liquid or at least put a little something in your stomach and you know it's healthy for you and you're not see eating you know all the junk that they've brought in for pete's mm-hmm. bachelor party or whatever birthday party probably not a lot of bachelor parties i was watching the office last night and they had a bachelor (laughs) party at the office and that's what triggered me okay brickhousedoc.com look for field of greens
0: the morning blaze with doc thompson the blaze radio network
1: Thompson. 888-900-3393. All righty. That is it, ladies and gentlemen. The end of the Morning Blaze. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned that it's okay to fantasize about beheading the president as long as you're a liberal. Yes. yes. We learned from actor Kathy. Sorry. Can I? I'm yes, really uh, Would you send me? Two, one? We learned from actor Katie Sullivan that actors must no longer act. <laughs> <laughs> so true. We learned again that everything on social media is seen as a challenge. Internet. Internet in general? Yes. Not just social? Yes. We also learned that the pet insurance company has been rehoming my money for over a year. Plus the government. And the government rehomes my money. Lots of people rehome my money. My wife offers rehoming services of our money. She's she's conspiring to have my money rehomed. I like it at home, <laughs> not her. We gotta give this to other people. Chris Cruz, what if anything did you learn today?
2: So Jessica Alba or Cameron Diaz are not interested in me. None of them. They're no, they can't
1: me. be. They're interested in
2: me. No, but every time I watch them, they're, they're looking like, right at you, aren't at they? Me. Interesting, yes. interesting. Um. Doc, once again, was able to slicker Patrick to make us breakfast.
1: I did. All I did was, hey, why don't you try this new product? Everyone <laughs> knew it was BS.
2: And I, Doc Townsend, I believe that today people are being okay because they have money. <laughs> thanks, thanks to capitalism.
1: Oh, good, good, good. Thank you for getting that out.
2: And sadly, Doc sadly, Doc wants a, non, a gay punching guy over a non-gay punching guy to be his co-host.
1: I think that shows you how the non-gay punching guy how bad he is. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes. By the way, next week I pull the little rascals on Chef Patrick. Do you know bacon and eggs can talk? <laughs> you got to put them in the pan, turn the heat on, and mix them up a little bit. <laughs> All right, uh, gay punching guy. Uh, what's his name? Kirk. Kirk Jones. Yeah. Bit of the dials, radio style. Mercury Studios, Dallas. Text morning. What if anything did you learn today? I
2: learned today my money's rehomed by Chick-fil-A and then adopted at, at Academy Sports Sporting Goods stores.
1: I'm <laughs> shocked you were willing to admit that Yeah, I mean it's so close to re-homoed <laughs>
2: <when you're, laughs>
1: I was like really worried God, about yeah, that. that's okay. what I meant so sure so it's a situation Chris Cruz what if anything did the listeners learn today according to Mordecai who has spent a considerable amount of time gathering these
2: Coopersville Jackal saying here's the difference Trump goes to Russia denounces Russia Obama goes overseas denounces America
1: oh well there you go that is a little <laughs> bit of a difference that's true <laughs> (laughs) That's right. So even when he was with uh, overseas in uh, Helsinki, he may have (laughs) like spoke well of Russia, but Obama spoke bad of America. Good point. Okay.
2: Stinky tweeting now. I don't know why it will be in quotes. I don't know why it will be Russia. He left out when we already had the CIA doing that. Oh, good point. Good point. Yep, yep. And finally, American Defender going, uh, what I learned today, from toaster condoms to breeding avocados. I think I'll skip breakfast today.
1: Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Three? He got you three, and those were the best? Those were were okay, but there was nothing better. Okay, one more. TJ
2: Toppin, we need answers. Did Chris Cruz ride a trucker yesterday?
1: Oh, see, that's a good one, but still, he didn't get you a whole lot. He only got four.
2: That's uh, such a fail. All
1: right. uh, I didn't get the new numbers on procrastination. We'll do them tomorrow. What else do we have coming up?
2: Uh, Judge Janine Perot joins us. Interesting. What does yes. Glenn have coming up? Uh, he's talking to Tika Tawari.
1: Oh, that's right. Big deal coming up mm-hmm, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What is Glenn wearing
2: today? A sombrero.
1: Does he have a donkey too?
2: I did not see one, but I do smell one.
1: Oh, so there's likely one in the house, yeah. okay Or that could be one of our co- uh, Remember the Morning Blaze is today A Chris Cruz production, Six Temper Tyrannus Good night, Steve Cannon Wherever Where you are, you are. Anya, now you go home <laughs> then, kind of
0: This is the Morning Blaze With Doc Thompson On the Blaze Radio Network